Welcome back, everybody, to Phil's Recap and Review, The Walking Dead, Season 6, Episode 12, Not Tomorrow Yet. And it's really all about Carol making cookies. At least the beginning half of this episode is all about Carol making cookies. Another really good, or at least in my mind, really good episode of The Walking Dead. We are going crazy. We're heading towards an epic pace. And I like the feel of this episode in general. A lot of action to push through the action. Some stupid decisions, but we'll examine all of that. If this is your first time joining us, please jump in the live chat right now and share your thoughts with the motherfucking chat. Some of the best motherfuckers in the world. And if you want to reach me, you can always email me at igetissuesman at gmail.com or you can tweet me at igetissuesman or always call 781-990-8509. And as always, I'm not alone. I have with me Joe, Dirty Locks, and Katie Crow. How are you guys doing tonight? Good, good, good. Yes, Jesus saves. It was. in and- Sunday nights. I know, it's a Sunday night party. And I have to say... As hard as I've been on Father Gabriel, he really he really stood up tonight. And and before we get too far into it, this is a, one of the outtakes from Father Gabriel's scene before he killed that motherfucking savior. So handsome, a little friend. Ezekiel twenty five seventeen. The path of the righteous man yep. is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish. That's right, Gabriel. I, I wonder why they cut that one. That was a spot on Sam Jackson impression, man. It was. Spot on. Doesn't that sound great? Way to go. Way to go, Father Gabriel. That's just one of the a bit of one of the outtakes of his uh, badass moment. I got to say, I loved how he was just sitting there like quoting shit to the guy. No, motherfucker. My my man knows a mansion and he's going to shoot you dead now, bitch. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That was Amen. That was such a great moment. And I'm just going to jump in the chat. Tara Chan, amen. Richie, Phil, Katie Crow, nevermore. Bill, Gabriel went old, old Testament on that savior. <laughs> How are you going to ask to talk after you killed everyone, says Ben? Sam, I didn't see you for some reason in the corner of your small screen. Yes, yeah, see them in the corner. And I put something uh, I put something over them. There's a uh, there's a subscribe mark. So if, you, if this is your first time joining us and you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button too. So... I, I really enjoyed this episode. This this I know I say this every week, but I, this was a I love how fast this story moved along in this and same as last week. The the pacing of The Walking Dead since coming back from break the after the midseason has been really great. Usually we say that the beginning episode really excites us and gets this like high energy and then they kind of go down a little bit, but I feel like they haven't gone down yet. And I feel like we're leading up to an even crazier finish of this season. I, I don't know what you guys yeah. think of this episode. Well, we've had little bits of down, like the beginning of this episode. It was all idyllic and suburban. She's making her cookies and foraging in the forest for the ingredients and passing them out to everyone. And then we go and assault. In a case, yeah, in case, in case it wasn't spelled out for everybody over the last like seven seasons, Carol's the mom. <laughs> Absolutely, Carol's about. I was just reading Tara Chan's awesome. So, Phil, what small irrelevant detail are you going to complain about tonight? Oh, I got something. Oh, I got something. You know what the small irrelevant detail is? How quiet these saviors sleep. Like, this people like walking around in their room. Heavy sleepers sleepers are a bunch of mass murdering psychopaths. They're, they're, 
pretty trusting of their roommates and uh yeah yeah Dude. if you if you want to know my minor that's not even a, that's that's me having to reach but if i had to pick something but for the most part i like i said how about I, we do something to secure our own fucking city in town and make sure we're not just leaving our guns on top of the walls and taking strolls in the woods before we go start war with what might be a very formidable opponent you yeah. mean being logical and practical yeah what makes them think this so is their only compound but that isn't a problem with the episode that's a problem with where our characters are in the head and i think it makes sense you talked about that last week joe where they are after defeating that giant fucking hurt they they think they can do anything so it almost yeah. ma- it almost makes sense thematically for where rick grimes is at this point to think that to act before he thinks in this situation. Even when they're in the planning stages, they don't really worry about... There's no Doc Brown model. Really they them. scribble it out in marker so yeah. quick on yeah. paper, like like a, hall, a hallway, like on one sheet of paper. Like, that's it. Like, real quick, scribble it in armory, question mark. At least give us some sort of Doc Brown model or something, <laughs> or like limitless, dis- like... Uh, <laughs> you just- you know, uh, if you didn't even know it was gonna go bad before then, when they're just sketching it on a cocktail napkin, you know they're sketching yeah. the plan. I know it was more than that, but they're just sketching it out. And, and I mean, again, I thought that how did it all go wrong? How did it all go wrong? I thought it made sense in the episode. I don't want to say that's a bad, bad thing. That was just you're watching that and you're going, "Come on, Carol dude. fucked it all up. It's all Carol's fault. It's Carol's fault. Why? No one hundred. One hundred percent Carol's fault. I think they were gonna get caught no matter what by those people. Those, those ladies. Well, here's the thing. But yeah, Carol fucked up. Here's the thing. If Carol had concerns about Maggie going, she knew Maggie was going before she they even got in the concerns. fucking cars. She did not before up. they left town. They yeah. I, didn't she? No, it was, be- it was when they got out of the cars, and then she, oh, she said, was, "I'm staying with Maggie." Here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Maggie. If that was her concern, and then she comes just to stay back and essentially takes two members out of the team yeah no i was disappointed Corey says rick was like curl grab your crayons we're driving a map we're drawing a map get out your (laughs) (laughs) and terry chan's answer to the uh to the sleeping i think they're just really confident after no way out i mean they took out terminus the wolves and a fuck ton of water exactly i'm I'm 100 percent and team i was like yeah they no one can sleep that like that heavy in the in the zombie apocalypse uh, taking Maggie you know, makes what? no sense. And how they rationalized it in the episode made no, no sense. I made the plan, even though it wasn't my plan. I made the plan, and I have to go. No, Maggie, yeah, you, don't, you don't have to go. And why didn't Glenn just say, no, Maggie, you don't? He, didn't, he like, agreed with her. He's like, okay, yeah. okay, not, whatever. Not about you, Maggie. It's about, not about you. Not anymore, Maggie. You're, you're part of helping civilization grow and move on. You you. You need to stay back simply because if we are all dead, you need to keep our family alive with what's with what's in your belly. <laughs> your belly and Judith need to keep going this thing that's no, that started no, this no, new no, no. family, the, the new aged family. Excuse me. They didn't do any real recon going in blind. Nope. And like yep. when Rick says, if we show up there and we don't like what we see, we'll turn around. Bullshit. There was not no, any zero. Already, what, no, what, no. what constitutes no. not liking what a 50 cal yeah. machine gun like on the rooftop? What 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 is it that we don't like? Joe, it was like in Batman, the Michael Keaton Batman with uh, the Joker. When the Joker's like, if you do, if you want out of my plan, just just leave right now and no harm will cause you. And when Rick's saying yeah. oh, anyone who wants to oppose to my plan and doesn't want to go, we don't have to go. We can discuss this. It's unanimous. And by u- oh. unanimous. I mean, we're doing this whether you guys like it or not. Yep. And you can disagree with me, but ultimately we're going to fucking do it. I mean, nobody else does anything. You know, nobody else does anything. Yep. He might be a kinder, gentler rictatorship, but it's still. I believed him in that moment. I believed him. 
Morgan said something. Morgan did said something. I, but he did. I like how Rick, we'll get into it, but I like how Rick completely embarrasses Morgan. Like he's a little kid. Well, Morgan thinks, like when a teacher catches you with gum in class. Well, mm-hmm. well, Morgan has some gum here, everybody. Morgan's going to pass out the gum to everybody. Well, Let's- just like anybody who's trying to like, pat, like make convince a room of people, you make the other person seem... Like it's not their idea is not as good, but you still kind of lend it some well, credibility. Anybody like who wants to follow this Rick foolish person, like a bully, at times. Yes, he does. He does. And he's and you have to be a certain type of person to know how to deal with Rick. Like Carol essentially knows how to deal with him better than some. She yeah. she just listens to. She says, "Rick, this is how it's going to be, and you're going to have to deal with it." Okay. And Rick goes, "Ah." Uh, I guess. And you just can't say anything to her. Well, she's doing that to Maggie now, too. Well, she's not, she's in, free, I, I don't like this. She's in, like, panic freakout mode for some reason. And before we get into it a little bit, before we Does get. Does she know that the kid had hallucinations of, of the of the zombie story before he died? <laughs> like... I don't know. I don't know. It's horrible. But not as horrible. You know what was the most horrifying part of this entire episode? Those uh, Big Kev, a couple people in the chat are saying that Chris are talking about this in the chat. Those fucking Polaroid pictures. That's when Stephanie was watching. She goes, okay, fine. These people are psychopaths. Yeah, that's who you're killing. Yeah, this you're, is who you're killing. You're, the people who enjoy looking at this shit. And For fun. And we cannot start the show or go any further without what Marcus Caesar just said. And someone mentioned this in the chat com in the uh, comments <laughs> within the week. That's just the way shit is, Marcus. Yeah, that's just the way dingleberries are brown. Why dingleberries brown? Who the hell is writing all of Abraham's? Who the hell is writing all of Abraham's lines? And can we give him an award, him or her, an award? Because they well, deserve an award. Terrence and Philip must be doing it, right? There's some fucked. But he he has so many amazing one-liners. They're just incredible. <laughs> I have to say, Rosita is lucky. Oh, to get a very, very lucky woman. Oh, and then you G. Oh my goodness. Yeah, Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll we'll get. (laughs) We'll get to that. She dodged. Yeah, she dodged a major bullet there. She's not the last woman on earth. Yep. yep. Oh Oh. my god. Katie, I can't can't wait. You guys have been waiting for a Katie rant. It's coming, motherfuckers. So uh, Corey says, Morgan, shall we make them fruit baskets and friendship bracelets? (laughs) The fuck, Morgan. And I, I like, oh my god, Abraham was such an ass, Terry Chan. I such a fucking ass. Why are Dingleberries? Why are Dingleberries? I think we got our first call of the evening. Welcome to the show, buddy. How's it going? Uh, yeah, can I completely disagree with y'all? Maggie so should have gone. Explain to me. Were you guys the ones that were like a couple, like I don't know, weeks and weeks ago? Like, well, if Glenn goes somewhere, Maggie should go somewhere. That was too, before we knew. Wait, 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 wait a second. At all goddamn time. <laughs> so, but let's let's see. Uh, Glenn was going on the uh, on the. Uh, raid or whatever this was to go attack the saviors last time i checked maggie's still one of the best fighters from like the core group so i absolutely sure. think she should have gone good call good call man yeah behind okay so so joe, yeah. joe is joe is on your side with that I'm one on your side. what happened to women's lib come on I'm not talking about that in normal situations. Front lines, baby. Put her on the front lines. But Who cares? What? She's pregnant. No, she's doing. She can, she can make her own decisions. Okay. Fair, yeah, fair yes. No, no one has the right to tell her what she. Just because she's to, carrying a baby, whatever. Why, so what? What she's doing is not wise. 
<laughs> I disagree with her reasoning behind having to do it. I'm with Phil in that point. No, because it's her plan because she negotiated this. Wasn't her plan. It was it was Daryl's fucking plan, and she was told to go negotiate it by Rick and uh, George or whatever his name is, Gregory or whatever the fuck his name is. So no, it's not her plan. She doesn't have to fucking go. She got a great no. deal. She did her part of this whole job. Go sit back if you want, or go go if you want, but don't try to justify it like you have to. No, you're going because you want to, or you're going because you want to protect Glenn, or so you can be with Glenn, because or whatever the fuck the case is. But you're going because you decided you want to, not because you have to. And fuck you, Carol. Who the fuck are you to decide that she has to do anything or be anybody you've decided she has to be? Bam, motherfucker. You know what that means? That means we're going to play some fucking crazy. Mo- I'm sorry. I, I'm, go I, burn I, some fucking people alive, Carol. Go burn some sick people alive. Uh, you go be that person. Show wow. rant music. Yeah. Show rant. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. I've been trying to I've been trying to pick you up with some rant music, but there you but go. But yeah, I am all I am 100% with the the caller. Absolutely. Yeah! She is one yeah. of the best fucking fighters of the group. Yes, There's no reason for her to stay behind if she doesn't want to stay behind. And Carol has no business fucking opening her mouth and stopping her from going to fucking try to be a rescue superstar. No. Everyone can tell her what the fuck they think of what she's doing, but it's her choice to do it. Absolutely. Now they're both prisoners again. No, and now that you're in it, no, you don't get to turn around and turn on your own. And you Carol, do not turn on your own. You don't start making up the fucking a new plan as shit goes along, and nobody else knows what this new plan is but you. And I'm on Rosita's side with Ka- the fight with Carol. We're, we're going to get to that, but I got to say, I'm I come and I, you know, I'm the biggest Carol apologist in the sh- planet. <laughs> but I, but I was so in Rosita's like fuck this motherfucker. Or I mean, I don't agree with People everything she was saying, but with the ultimate point around what she says sometimes i don't like killing people either but sometimes we have to but we'll we'll get to that scene let's let's get into our recap so we open up katie was talking about this a little bit earlier but we open up open up to some very happy music two times in this episode and i want to point this out because it doesn't happen often and it's happened more in this part of the season than i think ever someone can fact check me on this that we're getting actual songs on the walking dead instead of just background music songs with lyrics and and it just feels it felt a little different and it felt really funny and really lighthearted. and i love how this episode had some really serious comedy moments whether it was Mm -hmm. eugene's shirt rick beating the shit out of the zombie head with the nose and then going i just that whole reaction i i rewound that just because it was funny watching rick is a scary son of a bitch but he ain't got nothing on you yes so we so it's happy music and we see carol looking for cookie stuff she's outside collecting what i initially wasn't sure what it was but she's foraging she's getting uh getting egg corns and she's got hasn't every acorn already been picked up off the fucking forest anything that can be foraged should have already been fucking foraged Uh, like yeah this is another uh, five mile radius this this is another of my sticking points they are not that desperate for food you have woods all around you for miles forage forage bitches hunt fish next shit hunting hunting is difficult the zombies are eating the animals that they can get a hold of too so 
we've had we and and, and excuse me, Daryl was out there doing that to some extent. We've heard one person, yes, of, one person Daryl, and I believe Aaron goes out as well doing that stuff. I think that, that's where that, those are part of Daryl Daryl and Aaron's missions. <laughs> Bill says the beginning was like next on the zombie apocalypse apocalypse TV cooking show with Carol, and I did. I also too, Terry Chan, oh, I like this oh. music segments. It felt fresh. It it did. I in the Walking Dead in general, I felt. Like felt pretty fresh tonight. I like how this episode felt. Just everything. They were proactive for a change. It was one of the very few episodes where they become proactive and take and take matters and their fate into their own hands in a in a manner. Yes, and the, it gets turned on its see. head. But there are, there are pieces around it and logistics and stuff that I really I hate. It irks me. But overall, I'm glad that they did what they did. Yeah, me too. Oh. Me too. Somebody passed me the bong of wildflowers, says Tim. I would think that most, uh, Bill says, I think, I would think that most animals, (laughs) Bill says, I would think that most animals are fleeing any region where they smell dead stuff. Al Red Sox fan. Wouldn't that be every region though? Pretty much. Yeah. They'd be jumping in the, they'd be jumping in the ocean. Uh, Love the open with Carol and the Martha Stewart of the zombie apocalypse. And we finally found Laurie. I think that was her in the woods with Carol. Just kidding. (laughs) That was good. I like that. Good, good one. Overall, good episodes is DJ better, emotional, and action-packed. I agree. Really had me engaged mm. for the entire episode. More than – I was saying this to Joe and Katie in passing before we started. It was one of those episodes that was difficult for me to keep accurate notes of what was going on because I couldn't keep my eyes on what I was – off of what I was watching mm. and thinking about, yes. like, you know, writing it down. I was like, oh, God, I have to watch that again. I rewound a lot. Which which I haven't done in a couple of weeks, and I think that's a credit to how invested I in was in with what was going on. So, well, there are a lot of one-liners and quick little things that you can miss mm-hmm. if you just like look away for a second. I feel so, like yeah. I know this isn't exactly what you meant, but the quick one-liners too. I feel like, and I said this a second ago. I feel like they're even more enhancing some of the comedy of The Walking Dead mm. now too, just with the pacing. Really, especially in- around Abraham, yes. especially around Abraham and guys. and Rick in the last Abraham two episodes. And Eugene, oh my goodness! And Eugene yes. and and Rick with what? his what last week and his, him bashing the head that. of the zombie this week. What? Yeah, what? Funny what? Or even with uh, G- with Gabriel tonight had some funny moments with his one liners. <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing the oh, I'm wearing yeah. the outfit because it's difficult Gabriel. to see me at night. Yeah, he, I, I'm loving new Gabriel. This if this is the Gabriel we get moving forward, I'm I'm gonna like this character. In the movies, every priest that ends up killing someone has to have like some sort of like last rites scripture scripture quote before they do it. Yep. Yep. Yep, Joe. It's true. It's I'm true. Still a priest. Yep. Yeah, I think even mute and fucking. Da Vinci Code has some sort of Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper. Oh my gosh, Gabriel is just intense. Holy crap. But I, I and I really love the actor, so it's it's good. Seth Gilliam, I think is his name, or I think, I think that's his name. I really like that I can like his character, if that makes sense. Because I enjoy the actor so much, I was hating on him extra because I was believing it. But I also believe the change in him that being mm. being under Rick's influence, that he wants to give back. He's really trying to prove himself, and I I believed his arc in this episode. And, and I it's yeah. the first episode I've legitimately liked his character as as a person, and I feel yeah. like they have some I've growth. Been, with him. Yeah, I've been seeing it. Uh, he is doing a good job yeah. of coming back. He is. Um, he absolutely is. 
parts of the bottom he was in. I, I gave a little scream and I welcomed Gabriel to the Walking Dead finally. Yeah, yeah, welcome, buddy. Like, welcome. Yes, Gabriel, welcome. To welcome the to the team. You're you're gonna be. That means he's dead soon. So good. Bye, Gabriel. It's good knowing you. <laughs> so, yep. so we also see Carol seeing a walker coming around. And bye, Sam. Have a great night. We will talk to you next time. Uh, sleep well, my friend. So, the, so we, she goes around. She's grabbing some weeds, too. And we'll talk about weed again later with Negan's grow house there. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, and she has this like white shirt and a zombie comes around and even the way she kills the zombie with the music it just felt very funny and fresh and yeah, she kills it it yeah. splats on her shirt she's all kind of pissed off that it's splattered oh, on her shirt i just washed the shirt just, and then she oh. then she we see her in the shower and she's picking My out mom's another, work is never done yep as she's picking out another dress and she's baking more cookies i wrote on my on my notes because I didn't connect it because I'm an idiot. I wrote toasting some nuts. Like, oh no, eggcorns. So she's toasting the eggcorns and she's using all these ingredients that she has to make cookies. And she's just loving it. She has a big smile on her face. And then it continues. If it couldn't get even funnier, it does. And it goes to her being in town and like rolling through the town, like skipping around, handing people cookies. Like, like hi everybody. I'm Carol, the Cookie Fairy. It's it's hilarious. Yeah. And it's just happy music. And then she finally shows up at Tobin's house. Thank God. Uh, oh, to to Tobin. Poor, good, lucky oh. Tobin. And he deserves Why Everybody's it. always giving these women shit about their cookies. I don't want to eat your damn cookie, woman. <laughs> I, don't, I, was like, I don't want to eat your damn cookie, doctor. This guy's like, I don't want to eat your damn cookie, woman. And, yeah, and cookies are good. Shut up and put it in your mouth. Joe, it in fairness though wouldn't you i i mean that's i'm a person that i'd be freaked out if someone told me they made me beets and egg nah, corn cookies carol shows what? up on your porch and says here i made a cookie for you you shut your mouth and you eat the fucking cookie granted i did but, start no, you, you say the beet part maybe afterwards. i understand the doctor offering you a cookie you're like i don't know what'd you put in it liver or something what's up <laughs> katie you're, katie you're correct that's like that's like in a relationship you don't let the crazy out before you're in the relationship you, yeah, you, exactly. you, you eat him the you go oh no taste the cookie you don't want to know what's in it taste it taste it. oh oh no <laughs> it's my secret recipe mm. abraham brought me something brown from the woods whoa, oh. whoa this oh. is whoa is this a cockroach and dingleberry cookie mm. <laughs> yummy that's, <laughs> that's why it's brown lots of protein <laughs> Tons of protein. Oh, and like he's never eaten a pink fucking cookie before. Come on. <laughs> Wait, Phil is Carol saying little boxes, little boxes on a hilltop. Yeah, almost. It was almost like that kind of moment where the song's playing and she's ticky tacky. And yeah, and she's Nancy Bodwin going around town passing out little bags of weed to people. Yeah. It was it was almost a weedsy like moment. I I see that Tim. Tobin better treat Carol right or he'll or he'll go to sleep one night and he'll never wake up. He'll get the and I'm not going to spoil anything. He'll get the Lagatha. <laughs> if if he messes with Carol, I have a feeling like that's what would happen to him too. He'd he'd wake up. It would be hashtag dick drop going on. Joe knows this shit. Everyone's on a low carb diet in this in this world and doing P90 P90X. <laughs> Look at Daryl. Right. He's practically a half naked fitness instructor. And uh, Timo says, oh, my God, I thought of the weed song, too. It, it, it kind of just had that sort of a pace to it. <coughs> okay, so she shows up at Tobin's house. He hates be beats right away. If you didn't know it already, she likes him because she calls him a jerk. But, yep. and she, but she calls him a jerk. You're, you're such a yep. jerk. Can, can, I, can, I have, can I have one of those cigarettes there? No, yeah. you can't because no, you you're oh. an asshole. <laughs> Why not? 
because asshole. asshole. Mine with me. Yeah, how many cigarettes do you think there are? I can't go to the store and get another pack, bitch. No, I have to throw this to the chat and to you guys. To you, were, was there any seeds for this earlier? Is this the first we've seen of this? No, they've had some interactions, but I don't think we've seen anything like very heavy or no, romantic or longing there. looks or anything like that. No. But I kind of I wanted to say that it was going to happen last week. Okay, so you you actually saw this coming. I I had a feeling, but I I didn't want to like. I think there were little bits of hints here and there, just the way they interact. Well, she my always calls him something well, like my it. love yeah. dar, my love dar is failed me in this one because I didn't see this one coming at all. This blindsided me. I was well, blindsided. I, I was, I was kind of hoping that with what they had going on between Rick and Blondie and now Rick and Michonne and with um, whatever between is weird between Carol and. Uh, Coral and uh, Enid. whatever her name Enid. is, and Edith, Enid. and Maggie and Glenn are having their. <laughs> you just I called her. You just called her. E Sorry, I, I was like correcting her in the name. You just called her Edith, like Archie Bunker. You dingbat. <laughs> that's because you think. <laughs> that's because you think. You think Enid's Enid. a dingbat. Edith. Yeah. Enid and uh and and there's uh and then they're getting into uh Tara and the doctor's relationship and they get. So I was just like, you know, maybe Aww. there's maybe they're not gonna. They're gonna, not going to go anywhere with it. They've got enough love Joe, stories going but on. No, but no, no. These are the days of our walking oh, dead right? life. We got another one. Another one. Yeah. Uh, but I, I got to the Abraham Rosito, uh, whatever her name is, love, Sasha. Sasha love Sasha. story Sasha. triangle yeah. going on. It's like, come on. Like, Joe is enough. There's too much. There's something about that. And, and yeah, people have relationships and romances, and that's part of life and all, but I don't want to see it on my walking dead. Not uh, not no, overly. Not so much. I I like how it was done. I, I can't lie though. It wasn't bad. I think in certain situations I agree with you, but I think the unfortunate thing is, is I think each one that's set up for the most part feels okay, feels okay. There's not one. Yeah. I, there's not one. I'm like ah, that fe that seems a little little too forced no, yeah. or whatever. I, I think yeah. each one works, but I agree that for the most part, I don't want to see them go too far down this route and that we have to pair off everybody. But I feel like if uh, Bill was saying and a couple other people said in the chat, DJ Better said it was sprinkled yeah. in there like you, you, like you guys were saying. So it, if it makes sense, the Rick and Michonne thing, whether you want to say it's fan fiction or not, it was it was supported and there's a lot of lead up to it. It didn't just happen. Enid and Carl's probably the one that bothers me the most just because we have two kids. Carl needs a girlfriend. Let's get Enid and Carl together. If I had to pick one that bothered me, it'd probably be the Enid and Carl one. But I think for the most part, they all generally work as I try to run to the phones and answer the phones. Welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, guys. It's me, Caleb. here. Oh, oh, good to talk to you, buddy. And uh, I just wanted to say that this still kind of pulling up this Nick, uh, Rick is always right thing, you know, Rick is Jesus. In the episode, they were literally giving him Jesus symbolism when he was in the church. Like, they had the cross behind him. And I just, oh, no, I'm excited yeah, no. to see him fall off his pedestal. When he's wrong with the good, vegan, you know. Good, good point. Good, good call, my friend. I, I think just in general, seeing the seeing how it was turned around at the end of the episode on this group was, in threat of a better way of saying it, it was delicious. It was good. It was great to see the ego 
that go build up. And I love our characters. I don't want to see um, them in big danger. But personally, and Joe can, Joe, Joe can speak afterwards, personally for me in that situation, I really liked seeing our characters get a comeuppance to a certain point because they were acting. And I know which, I know we always ask, ask for them and I'm going to punch them in the balls on both ends because I'm a fucking dickhead. But I feel like you can be proactive, but you need to check your plan first. And I feel like they yes. didn't get, they didn't dot their I's and cross their T's. And Carol yep. was a big monkey wrench in that plan. Yep. They needed Carol in there as well. And and I just think on the task, yes. I just feel like they didn't do enough reconnaissance on these people and understanding who they're up against before being proactive. By being proactive, I don't mean just rushing in willy-nilly and thinking mm-hmm. your dick's bigger. I ju- it's more Batmaning this shit and really looking into it and figuring out what yeah. makes an opponent work and then coming back. Oh, and your st- enemy. Exactly. You put these saviors at the advantage they've seen your best attempt and they now go okay that's all you guys got fuck you bitch i'm I'm sorry but am i the only one here that thinks um they went into this expecting not to lose anybody yeah no absolutely i i agree with you joe they went in thinking uh, someone said in the chat this group is uh laney love says this group has gotten cocky Yes. Well, so 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 then everybody thinks that they actually went in there thinking that none of them were going to die, even though Michonne makes it a, makes a point of saying this is going to cost us. And they go in, and as far as I'm concerned, they get extremely lucky when they walk out. And yep. even I felt like, oh wow, none of them easy. died. Wow, none of them. All those too bullets, easy. none of them died. And then they're like, oh, Maggie <clears> and Carol, <throat> put your guns down. We got your we got your women. Like I'm so I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I would have expected at least two of us to die. I'm shooting the guy that's at my feet. Yeah. I'm I'm with I'm you. Shooting them. I'm not going to negotiate. No. If Carol and Maggie die at this point, if they get shot right now, I- I'm sorry. We got a we got a call from our friend losses. SM Down. What's that's going on, buddy? Losses. Correct. Hey, hey, what's up? Um, One second, dude. Yeah. I I uh, I think they were expecting um like the blowback to come on the town. Mm-hmm. Maybe and not and not them, and also I, I I also think that they did as much reconnaissance as they could, and I don't think it's just cockiness. I also think it's um, uh, you know, lack of food because they've been not they haven't eaten in a while because they've lost a lot of their food and de- it's like desperation yeah. that, that's more a, than it is cockiness or whatever. As as always, yeah. as always, great point from SM Down that they're hungry right now. And Rick says that several times in the episode we're doing this to eat and i know what you're saying katie and i agree with you they he's being they're being lazy about it in a sense they could forge in the forest but they're pro- making it seem very desperate situation and right it now. doesn't seem when carol's Time still able to essence. cook cookies with beets and stuff and they have canned goods they're not quite yeah, using the- acorns and beets to flavor the cookies is obviously desperate but they're desperate but they're not in a point where they need to become contract killers no I, no. I agree. I agree. They have, and they just brought back a month's worth of food. They don't have to go out and do it tomorrow. That seemed really rushed, really silly. Uh, you you don't want to take a week, send Aaron, Daryl, Carol, maybe uh, some Michonne out too to do some real scouting, real reconnaissance, see who's coming, who's going from this place, how oh, often shit. people are coming don't and going, get the truck where they're going in the first to. Place. Don't get the truck stolen in the first place. Jesus walks away from you drive away from him don't fucking check on the gunshot yeah, like, slash you... firework sound you don't know what's going like, on you're not no a fucking sheriff help. right just leave with the truck it means one of three things uh, those firecrackers go off it means one of three things it means someone's being murdered 
in which case you don't want to be next. You're not a sheriff anymore, Rick. You have a family at no home you got to get help. back to. Nobody called for help. Number two, it's a diversion. Or number three, it's somebody killing walkers, in which case it means probably possible more confrontation with other people who Jesus is running from or more people in Jesus' group. At any rate, when that happens, you get in your truck and you fucking leave. <laughs> and they have Glenn's Bisquick. I'm sorry, I'm, re- I'm getting, <laughs> getting lost in the chat. Gra- look, Ra- look, Abraham, pictures of my pancakes. <laughs> look at this. You, you want to see my little pancake? Left, left, uh, right switch says, uh, Twitch says, exactly, Katie Crow. Uh, Big Kip says, poor Glenn killed his first person. Now he loses his life. Bill says, I thought part of the deal was to save Hilltop's captive in the base. They were going to kill him if they didn't kill Gregory. So they had to move on that base quickly. That was part of the plan. They did have to move on the base. Uh, one of the first things we see on the second, we have Rick putting holes in his belt because he's losing weight. Uh, exactly, Katie Crow. And let's jump back into the recap here for a second. And also, welcome. I saw Carmine pop his head in there. Welcome, buddy. And I also want to say exactly what exactly what I said. Kill the guy off off the capture of chance. And <laughs> some funny shit going on in the chat right now. Just some funny shit going on. Oh, let's take a quick call before we get back in the recap. What's going on, buddy? Hello. Hey, welcome to the show. Hey, what's up? Uh, uh, Daryl, as far as I can remember, is the only one that hunts and forages. And don't think he can do it for a whole town of like people. Like I don't think there's a, I don't think there's enough things to hunt and forage for like the, well maybe there is now because that whole town might be dead or something because <laughs> of like how many people died in that raid or whatever. But I said there's like more than what thirty people in that town. That would mean he'd have to find like what like a ch- like five chickens a day or something for enough people for everyone to get enough food. I don't think he can. Do that. No, no, he can, he can. He's and he's not he's not hunting chickens too. He's hunting he's no, the, yeah. squirrels and stuff for people. So so uh, Katie Katie wants Katie wants to respond. Katie, do you have something? No, no, I'm good. Okay. No. <laughs> Katie no. Katie's like I'm a crow. I pick worms out of trees. But I pick no. worms. I'm, but that's the thing. In this, essentially, you would need to train other people to go out there and work with which they should have been doing. What they should have been doing in the first place. Yeah. That that's like, where along with everything else. Like don't send, don't put. Ah, oh, so many. I'm sorry. Be, no, because the call the caller is right. Essentially, yeah. that Daryl is SM Down's right. The, the, the Daryl's the only guy doing it. But that doesn't mean he has Probably to be the only problem. guy doing it. Yes. Correct. It doesn't mean he has to. If they, if they why, could, isn't, why isn't Carl? at his side at all times learning how to be an expert master forager tracker hunter fucking super ninja like this is he should be spending his days with jesus and daryl at this point he's like if they want to eat if they want to survive they have to do this shit every day yeah they so, have to know how to protect themselves how to fight how to forage there's a reason why hunt, sports to, teams blah, have blah, practice blah, 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 every fucking blah. day you don't just go out and play basketball football but once joe, a week and say but joe, hey, i'm gonna but throw joe, touchdowns joe today. we're talking practice here not a game we're talking practice. Well, here, not, not the, the game. Thing I say no, I'm kidding. Practice. I'm sorry. What we told people practice makes perfect was a liar. Practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes better. I'm kidding. There I is just, no fucking perfect. I just felt like correcting, uh, doing the Iverson quote. Okay, so, <laughs> so, so ultimately, in this scene, she feeds Tobin cookies in his mouth, and I was singing the same thing Joe was. Put it in your mouth. Then we get Rick. Everyone. <laughs> 
We get Rick bringing everyone back to the church, and he gives his speech. Freedom! No, he says we've had we've had food. We have food. We'll have food for months now. And Carol, or he shows back up, and I'm sorry, he shows up at the truck, and he says we have food for months now. Carol asks what's up, and Rick says we need to fight. And she goes, damn, I just want to make some cookies. And she looks at her Tupperware, and we cut to a great shot of a dark sky coming. And then Morgan shows up, and he says, we haven't talked for weeks. And she goes, you call what we did behind that cell fucking talking, asshole? I call that you being a shithead. And Morgan says, why didn't you tell Rick? Why didn't Rosita, why didn't uh, Eugene, why didn't anyone tell Rick what happened? And Carol says, if I told them, what's the point of telling them all? It would incriminate Denise. Uh, he doesn't say that there, but that's what gets said later. The, what's the fucking point? Shut up and let's move past it. First thing that goes through my head is if if it's eating you up, fucking Morgan, if you got to come to ask why she hasn't fucking told and with that fucking sour puss on your face, yeah, why the fuck haven't out. you gone to tell Rick and tell him yourself? Yep, it's can yours it, to tell. Can I add, it's yours to tell. It ain't anybody else. Right. At that point, can I add if one, you're wondering why. Can I add one more thing to that, Joe? He's a fucking dumbass. Thank you. He more cheese, cheese brain, especially later on. Oh, whatever. But granted, I think ultimately in this whole thing, a big theme of the first half of the episode was killings, killings wrong or or to enter the idea. I felt like that was one of the themes that was pushing through this beginning where we get Carol counting her list on either how many people she's banged or how many people she's killed. I'm pretty sure it was how many people she's killed. 18, 18 people she's killed. That seems low, but I guess it's about right for Carol. So, and I do want to add, she coming back from the dead to, from hell's heart, I stab at thee to Tim Gersh, cookie bitch, takes one last cookie from the grave that Carol leaves the cookie on cookie bitch's grave at the end of that scene. Never forget Sam. Yeah, never forget Sam. I'm Morgan. I'm coming back for that fucking cookie. (laughs) Carol's cookies are fucking good, man. Bill wants. Carol will kill you then. Dude, that kid, that kid ain't eating that cookie. (laughs) Bill says. That kid ain't eating that cookie. Bill says, "Is Carl a fan of Tupac? You know, all eyes on me. All eyes on me. (laughs) Live the life of a player. All eyes on me, Carl. Carl. Dude, you see Carol walking towards the, the the pantry, the pantry house." You know, like everybody's blinds start peeking, you start hearing like whispers through the streets. Carol's going to the pantry house. Carol's going to the pantry house. She's gonna, she's gonna cookies. She's got. Co- it's like when kids are at the beach and the ice cream truck rolls by and they're going, "Ice cream! Give me some yeah. ice cream!" Carol's going to make cookies. <laughs> Tim Gertz says, "Yes, for hate's sake, I spit at my last breath at thee." Wait, wait, wait. Sam, cookie bitch. Sorry. Okay. What? What? What a waste that. Who wastes a cookie on a fucking grave? Yeah. Fuck that motherfucker. Oh, oh back to the, the the list. The hound. Ilan Payne. Cookie bitch. Lizzie. That's Carol's list. She's... I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Corey. That's fucking awesome. This cookie's for she. She nice. dumps some cookie out for her dead homie. She's. I sprinkle this cookie for the dead homie Sam. <laughs> fucking cookie bitch. You're rationing food and wasting a good cookie on Sam. That'd be a ba- waste if Sam was still alive, let alone fucking dead. <laughs> wow. I love it, Bill. 
I love, I love it, Bill. I love the comments. Everybody, again, as always, thank you so much for joining us on a Sunday night. I cannot, I'm so excited to be able to talk about this episode. I can't wait. I was going to say I can't wait to get to the walk to uh, Game of Thrones 2, which is creeping up on us very soon. So this Sunday night tradition is going to be going from now until the end of Game of Thrones season. Until eternity, yes. No, we're not doing Fear the Walking Dead. So let's progress. (laughs) (laughs) We're not. We are not recapping *Fear the Walking Dead*. We may do a season recap of that for whatever that's worth. I, I, I I don't want to say this. We'll talk about that. We'll make promises, but I'm probably going to end up watching it. I'm going to watch it too. We'll we'll talk more about that when we get to the uh, the commercial break thing. So yeah, I know. Rick is giving a speech to everyone. (laughs) 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 Sorry, guys. Gonna go. *Fear the Walking Dead* reruns are starting. Bill, Bill says. (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness i love you guys so much okay so rick's giving a speech to everyone the freedom speech everyone we gotta get our supplies blah 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 these saviors almost killed daryl and sasha and abraham they would have killed us eventually Mm -hmm. like the wolves came to us like jesus found us they would have found us and they would (laughs) and they would have killed us but we would have been jesus found us us. we all found jesus (laughs) it's so wonderful but we would have been weak at that point in time and we could have lost but let's be proactive and let's attack let's do it for hilltop to feed us this let's do what we do guys let's high fives all around butt slaps everyone let's <laughs> let's do what we do guys it's uh it's 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 al pacino's speech from any given sunday come on those lines we have in the street every day we need to get there hua so everyone's wow. everyone seems to be buying into it, but Morgan, who's sitting in the back, Morgan's like in the corner. But I don't like killing. And, uh. and Rick and Rick says, <laughs> I'm, I'm loving you guys in the chat right now. <laughs> the chat's cracking me up. <laughs> More Rick says the biggest line of bullshit in the world, and people can say that they believe him all all they want, and and and, I, and you're and 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 I think I think uh, I think he's. I feel like he's being disingenuine, but maybe he's being genuine. I could be completely wrong about this. I'm wrong about a lot. Rick says this needs to be a group decision. So if anyone disagrees, say now. But again, what I mean, what I think he means is this isn't a dictatorship. I'll listen to your thoughts and I won't kill you because of it. But ultimately, we're going to do what I want. Or I'm doing this whether you come with me or not. I think if everyone said no, Rick, he would have gone anyways. But fine, I'll do it myself. I'll kill all those pastors myself. I don't care. Yeah, yep. no, I think he probably would have at least started to go do some reconnaissance on his own and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly, he would. You're right about that. He would. He would have tried. I think he would have tried to do it himself. So he and Carol and yeah. Michonne. Yeah, yeah the, the core maybe. group. The core group. Our our core four. So and then they would, he would have reverted right back to I knew this. Uh, we're gonna have to kill them all. <laughs> this town too. Some of the Corey says people if they ain't gonna help out i thought they were one they were our people but now i know know they are not (laughs) sm down says i think if the core group said no he wouldn't have gone bill says bill says fear the court like if no one went with him he's probably not at that crazy point rick grimes a couple seasons ago would have gone this rick grimes would have gone bill sotherby says fear the walking dead equals forget these worthless douchebags Oh my goodness, that's great. Good stuff. We have another call. It's uh welcome to the show, my friend. How are you doing? Good, Phil. Hello. How's Joe and Katie? Hope everyone's doing good and also everyone in the chat. Just um one thing, uh well, a few things. Great episode, but 
I still think I know they had to act quickly because you know they wanted you know the mansion dick's head on the plate, <laughs> but they should have. Um, I don't know. It, the plan was bad. You have to know what you're going up against. I know it's a show and we like to break it apart, but that's the fun of it. And uh, and then with, with the commando raid, you want to go in quick and get out quick. They seemed like they were done. They're lingering around and oh, whoopie ding dong. Yeah, I don't know. They hung out till more. They hung out till morning. They uh, roasted some marshmallows. Good, good, good call. Good call. Yeah. I got. I got to disagree right. with you, well, call. Great job, good call. Guys. Good call, Al. Talk. Talk to you soon, Al. 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 Uh-oh, Ow. Joe. Uh-oh, Joe. Uh-oh, it's going to start. Ow. Here we go, this Joe. This plan was written in crayon. <laughs> it was a good plan. Yes. All right? It was on paper. On like, It took like six you sheets of paper crayon. to draw that building. It was marker if it wasn't crayon, man. That shit was, that was solid. <laughs> yeah. It was indelible. It was. It was. <laughs> they they drew a t- Al. They drew a T on a piece of paper, Al. <laughs> there was a question mark. There was landmarks. It had it all. There was circles. Yes. Well, I, well, circle. j- just to be just to be clear, it wasn't to scale though. <laughs> the model Ooh, that hallway was only four inches yeah. long. Yeah, that How hallway gonna fit? The hallway wasn't to scale. <laughs> that caller sounds like a nice guy. Al Red Sox fan is a oh, definite a nice guy. guy. Uh, Cap- Capitan Torada says, hello, I'm the Toast Captain, and I'm from Brazil. I watched the episode today. Pretty cool, right? It's pretty fucking cool. Awesome episode, and it's so fucking great to have you here with us. Welcome from Brazil, or I'm from Boston. Welcome to Brazil from Boston. Great to, great to have you, my friend. Should have uh, loaded the guns and ammo, drove... <laughs> drove out there blowing up everyone else and sorry i destroyed your name i didn't correctly pronounce your name timo says they didn't even know how many people were in there if these those idiots weren't heavy sleepers our whole group would be dead right now yep and they the, oh they went so slowly too oh, so oh yeah how did it take all like, night long no, we'll, 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 we'll get there ah. but how did it take all night long and if you exit that building don't you exit it carrying everything you can carry like don't oh, like yeah isn't Empty like you don't want you want to be gone like Find when you pantry. come out at like glennon what's his name should have had like <laughs> shoulders filled with guns when they were Dude. like running back down the hallway well, no, joe 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 and katie read Corey's comment in the chat i think he has a take on it he he knows what happened <laughs> hey, so judith was trying to draw the plan as hard as she could cut her some slack man she judith got some big hands by now come on judith was trying to add to the team judith was trying to add to the team guys it's it's not fair to uh to to, to uh, she's ever she's trying to do her part i'm just trying it's again it's like that uh eddie murphy joke where where the girl when you're married to johnny carson your job is to fuck your husband i don't get a job at the boutique i'm just trying to do my share johnny to his one million one hundred eighty seven million dollars and 77 cents judith's just trying to do her part Sure, sure, she's sure. trying to call her in the lines joe okay so <laughs> so morgan she says she could have drawn that shit better man morgan morgan ultimately in this scene morgan ultimately in this scene says uh it wasn't it was maggie's fetus that drew it because because <laughs> it, it must have been a very young young thing that drew that okay so morgan's <laughs> yeah, yeah the arm comes out of her and draws it oh that's horrible oh my gosh we're getting science fiction now okay that was, so bad. That was i'm sorry the that just went through my head i had to share it with everybody i couldn't be alone with it 
Sorry, I needed to drink a beer after that. Okay, so Morgan says, well, are we the biggest badasses in the world? Or no, Rick said, or Morgan goes, are you sure? We, I have a problem with this. Are you sure we can beat these people? Rick says, yeah, I'm sure we can do this. Or yeah, all of us can do it. Sure, fuck? why the fuck not? We can yeah. beat everything Dude, we've been if through. If we can sneak in quietly, like we're hunting some wabbits, be no problem. Be wary, wary, quiet, no. Joe. So Morgan no. says, then we can tell them that. Uh, this is what I don't get what Morgan was trying to say. We can tell them <laughs> that, and then we won't threaten them. Rick says, no, no, no. And this goes back and forth a little bit. And Morgan does his bullshit, every, every life counts stuff. Yeah, if you go, yeah, no, no. Rick is absolutely right. If you go to them, they're just going to follow you back to your place yeah. and be like, okay, we can punch a couple holes in this wall and terrorize them for the next six months until well, they're all dead or gone. And if we can trust what the Hill people are saying, they have already beaten a 16-year-old child to death to make their point that they are in control. So these are not diplomacy-based people. Correct. Their society is not a talking society. No. Correct. Not at all. Not at all. So when your point is punctuated with, yeah, death to to to... to motivate people murder to motivate people torture torture to motivate people us children so ultimately in this scene uh let's let's jump in the excuse me ultimately in this scene aaron stands up or rick kind of embarrasses morgan says well morgan thinks we should try to negotiate first does anyone else agree with morgan and aaron stands up and says what happened here before with the wolves and all the walkers and shit won't happen here again I want, I'm all for being proactive and let's fucking do this shit. And Rick gives a speech and says, we'll kill them all. And I was very happy. Aaron stood up and said something and he stood up in favor of. Absolutely. Uh, welcome. It was a voice that it was a voice from somebody in the, cause again, it's, it would have been just Rick standing up yeah. and telling these town people, I'm going to put your lives in danger to make my group safer. It was one of the more trusted of the and it, So it was one of the uh, one, one second, guys. We got we got a call. Welcome to the show, caller. Uh, hey, it's me, KLC. And, and uh, I just want to talk about the ladies for a second real quick. Rosita was looking great. great. Sasha was looking great. Even Carol was looking great. And uh, Tara, she was looking better than Denise tonight. And <laughs> on the talking dead, she said she was about nine months ago. I just wanted to tell you guys that. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I know a lot of girls were thinking that the Jesus looks sexy tonight as well. Yeah, we're all about, the, all about the Jesus. So, uh, so, and we got one more call coming in right now before we get back to the recap. Welcome back, buddy. Hello? Hey, what's yeah, up? Absolutely. Hey, uh, Joe came up with the, uh, with the suggestion that they waited, that, like, the saviors would punch holes in the fence and then, like, send walkers in there to, like, terrorize them and stuff. Why not do that to the savior? That's a that seems like a simple way to like at least weaken them or something. Just like sick, uh, go lift the walkers uh, or stick a whole bunch of walkers on them and you know try to let the walkers do it. That's a good. Yeah, that's like, a try to let the walkers do that to them. It, it, it's the only, risky, the but that's what the walker bomb is collecting walkers puts you. I actually thought that's what they were doing. To, to be honest with you, my first instinct, even though I because I'm just an idiot and didn't connect that they were looking for a head at first or mm -hmm. stephanie and i were, were 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 questioning if that's what they were doing if they were collecting walkers for a walker bomb that mm -hmm. that for distraction or something but but it is a good it is it is always a good thing to go to but i think ultimately like putting the zombie guts on you it's one of those things that they try not to go to too much because it makes too much sense it's nasty it's and it's a nasty sort of situation 
bump, 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 bump. Uh, Johnny Rico says, I hate how the writers are using Morgan. He started out as such a great character and they're really using him badly, but I still like Morgan. Yeah. Terrence McNown says, anyone else thought that Jesus was uh, was Maggie when he's wearing that bantana over his face? It kinda look, <laughs> he did kind of look like Maggie. Corey Mitchell wants to I know. know his ninja Jesus see, I was thinking on. like he was, oh, they'll never see me. But no, like they'll recognize those luscious locks. <laughs> Cora Mitchell wants yeah. to know an important question. Who's the hottest girl in The Walking Dead? Maggie, Rosita, or Jesus? Mm. Uh, I, <laughs> Jesus, of course. Mm. It's got to be Jesus. He's definitely the hottest chick in the show. So so Rick so Rick says we don't have to kill. Uh, or And then Rick storms out of that place saying, uh, well, people don't have to kill, but <laughs> if they're staying here, they need to learn to accept it. Yeah, not only do yeah. they need to accept it, but they actually... We'll probably have to kill if there's a wolf attack on while well, we're gone or yes but there are roles in the society that don't have to habitually kill yeah no they have to they they, they i don't know they're attacking already it's just really fucking stupid so we I get ca- what a timeline this shit needed to be done tomorrow if we don't bring greg's head tomorrow well, the we're ha- done. The, the, they have a hostage they have a hostage yeah. there is they're expediting the they're expediting the process I, probably getting tortured i think story checks out Essentially, I, I I think it's just all about ego, really. Essentially, well, here's the thing too. I say, why did they even have to throw in? We'll bring mm-hmm. back your fucking man. The man they're trying to bring back is the man is the brother of the man that Rick murdered. The man that tried to kill Gregory. Self defense killed. killed. Sorry, just killed. Just right? Okay, clarifying. I'm I'm putting it in like what the brother's mind might be. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 like yeah, if yeah. if I don't care what my brother is doing, if you put a knife in his belly, I no, you, you know him, whether I it was your you. self defense yeah. or not, it's I consider it murder. It's my brother. Yeah. So so our next sort of thing is just a quick. Uh, we get a couple of quick scenes that we'll kind of, I'll quickly talk through. We get Carol Lee laying in bed as she uh, goes to the pad of paper and she counts up all the people that she killed. It says KD one terminus courtyard three candle candle woman four. WS7 equals 18. She circles it. KD. And she looks, uh, I'm not, I, I, people can jump in the chat what each one of these things, Mm. things meant. I, I just. The two prisoners, the two people at the prison. The two people at the prison. K and D. Yep. The two, the two, the two girls. Yep. Which were who? uh, So ultimately after that scene, we, then we get Maggie and Glenn talking about needing somebody and blah, blah, blah. And this is the scene where Maggie decides. Maggie decides that she is going because she made the deal and blah, 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 blah. We already talked about that. So then we go over. Oh, Karen and Dave. Thank you, Lizzie. Good. Karen and Lizzie. Dave. Karen and Dave. Lizzie. Yeah. Lizzie's sister. Yeah. Mika. Was that her name? Yes. Mika. Yeah. So that's Mika. four. Mika. Three from the Terminus. That's seven. And then a whole bunch more victims of Carol. Yep, and with the uh, I know the other one was wolves. The WSs is wolves. Uh, the one of them was how many termite, how many term, terminus people she killed on the rescue. Yeah. Ed was the Ed was the first question mark. Kelsey's I couldn't read that crap. I'm watching a 20 year old TV. Jo- Joe and Kate can relate to that. <laughs> so uh, then we get Glenn and Maggie talking, as I said, and it's the Maggie I need to come thing so she can get captured at the end so then we go to carol and tobin flirting about the cigarettes we also we kind of talked about both these scenes together she calls him an asshole with the smoking thing she's she's quitting sleeping but she's smoking butts which seeing anyone smoke butts nowadays on tv looks a little weird just because you don't see it as often mm. so seeing it, it or like when you watch old movies and you see someone smoking inside it's always a, really awkward 
So he's worried about tomorrow, not because he's going, because Carol's going. And he says, you can do things that terrify me. And, <laughs> and, and uh, he, she said, she asks, how do you think I do those things? And he says, I know how you do those things. You're the mom. And no, it's not the cookies. It's the hard stuff. You're the mom of this group. You do everything. You're our strength. You're the mother to all the people here. And she just has given him fuck you eyes. And... <laughs> And uh, then she goes in for the death for smoochy kissy FaceTime. And, and she says, it's not tomorrow yet. It's not a good day to die. And we're going to go. And bounce, bounce, bounce. And they go up to uh, to play the horizontal mambo up in bed. Last night, I guess it's a good time to yep. find someone. Oh, Carol Mercy killed R. That's Lizzie and Mika's dad. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Mm. Yeah, she, she didn't. What was she didn't that? have to go for a walk to the front of this guy's house in the middle of the night. She chose that route to go smoke her cigarette. Yeah, she had, no, she did. She was going to see her. She was going to see her man, Joe. Yeah, she like she was just walking by. Yeah, she was going to see her man. And if uh, I'm not sure if you were talking about the other our new big characters tonight that we learned, learn, the guy that was hanging out with Glenn all the time. His name is Heath, and Tobin is the dude that big guy is the big guy that Carol is hooking it up with. So here we go to uh, a very interesting dad, scene of the night. Now. So we go off to your dad, <laughs> the, 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 Papa. Pa he, he prefers Papa Joe. So we go off to Rosita and Abraham packing for the mission. And he's packing all of his shit up. And she goes, what are you doing? And she goes, and he goes, I'm leaving. I'm taking all my shit. I'm out of here. And she goes, what, what happened? Tell me what happened. And she goes, are you serious? And he says, yeah, I'm serious. I got I to gotta go. I'm out of here. And she goes, no, no. no. She say, did you, and she did goes, you I'm sorry. And she goes, no, 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 no. Tell me why. And he says, why, why? Dingle, why are dingleberries brown? It's just the way shit is. And she goes, no, fuck you. Tell me why. And I just want to get this out and then we'll babble about it. He says, listen, you're not the last woman on earth. Like I thought yeah, you were when I met. You, I thought you were the last woman on earth. What? You're not. What the did fuck? Think, sorry, Joe. Go. <laughs> did you think he was talking about he's leaving like town or just this house no he's leaving the house Her. leaving the house okay Her. it seemed yeah i mean he was very cryptic and cold about it i so can see how you took it that way joe i actually completely i had a question for a second but katie i have to i have to ask you what were, what were your opinions how did you feel at the moment that 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 abraham this character that we beloved, we glorify we mother dick we talk about all his one-liners i felt like this was to use wrestling terms was kind of a heel turn for abraham in this moment when he turns yeah. to her and because he doesn't have the courage and i'm going to do it before you are here doesn't have the balls to tell her the real reason why he wants to break up with her tells her this shit that's just to hurt her in the and make it easier for himself because he can say an insulting thing easier than There's he can say no the fucking good truth. way to do this though. no it's not that it's not a good way to do it is telling her the truth would have been the lesser evil it's not you tell you're not you just tell her i met somebody else i'm sorry he he told her i, I met your ass i conned your ass you, i thought you were the last woman so i'm fucking anything that walks sorry hey, bitch bye at, at the, hey if, if she if he's breaking up with her if he's truly saying it's over then I guess there's no real need for her, for him to explain anything to her at this point. Fuck you, dude. Oh Fuck you, dude. <laughs> eat a, dude, first of all, first of all, eat a dick. Secondly, yeah, it does. Be, yeah, it does. Because, 
Three, no, no, no. no, Joe. First of all, eat a dick. Secondly, ultimately, he does because he's going to want to fuck that next week because he doesn't know what the fuck he wants. And when Sasha fucking skeeves him because he's going to come on like a fucking ton of bricks and she's going to be like, fuck you, he's going to come crying back and kissing Miss Espinosa's feet over there, okay? He's a fucking... Hey. He's bi he was a bitch in this situation, hey, and I'm no, going to call him no, out on his bitch. He was just taking someone's advice, you know... No, no, no. He, no, 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 no. For someone who has such beautiful things in his brain about shit, right? He is just taking the advice of another shit sensei who said, when having to be forced to eat shit, best to just eat it all at once. I not hear, nibble it down. So Joe, he was like, it's I, done. Joe, I agree no, with you, but... No, he didn't eat the shit. No, no, he forced he the shit down her shit. throat. No, <laughs> no. She ate the shit, and she didn't nibble on it. I don't mind. She didn't just eat it. He just shoved it down her throat and took off. Yep, and but it's like, but he shoved it was the wrong from the no. advice. Of, of, no. Okay, one one at a time here. But ultimately, but ultimately, he sh he shoved the wrong piece of shit down her throat, Joe. He didn't shove the truthful piece of shit. He shoved the bullshit shit down her throat. Or maybe it was right. the truth. Maybe it was hey. the truth. Uh, let's let's get let's get the audience. It wasn't. It was bullshit, but it wasn't untrue. No, see, he didn't even. If, if he tells her the truth, bluntly, coldly, but straight out, then he's shoving the shit down her throat and letting her get it over with. He was he cruel didn't lie, though. and cryptic and cold. He handed her a bowl of shit, shoved it and smeared it all over her face and in her mouth, but left her with the bowl to try to finish. But off he never herself. lied to her. He never lied to her. He didn't deceive her. He okay. said, "Hey, it's over. I'm leaving, and that's the way it is." Why is it that way? Because no, that's the way lie. it is. I don't want oh. to explain it to you. That's it. Okay, he was guys. cold and he was cruel, but I, hey, like, he didn't I lie. He didn't. No, I, I can't even. Okay, guys, while, while you guys are stewing on that, let's get into the chat and see what some of the see what some of the people even. let's see what some of the people have to say. El, Ellie Giggle says gingers have no soul. Al Red Sox fan. <laughs> Al Red Sox. Wait, wait, let, let me fit, let me finish the chats. Uh, KLC says, "Yo, Rosita, I'm open now." Uh, yeah, yeah, she's like, yes, yes. Move on, Rosita. Yeah. Thank your lucky stars that you don't have to deal with either of these two fucking assholes. <laughs> and cute little one-liner shit. And we ultimately have ah. a lot. We ultimately have a lot of that going on in the chat. I'm taking Rosie. Al Red Sox fan says he's taking Rosita to the prom. Johnny wrote. <laughs> Johnny Rico says he probably walked two blocks away. Timo says he's pretty much told her there's someone else that uh, that she's not the only woman in the world. Essentially, he just shouldn't get specific with her. What do? Uh, Terry Chan, our Timo says that. And so Terry Chan says Joe's not getting any tonight. Uh, Joe just have no <laughs> Joe doesn't get any any. Now Critch says, "Hey, bitch, get out of the way, get out the way, bitch." Corey says, "Phil, he threw Rosita through the barbershop window." Uh, Rosita is Rosita and Abraham's breakup going to be a serious issue? Says Base Lindo. I think we saw it in Rosita. Rosita doesn't is is definitely in an I don't give a fuck kind of mode. Timo says, how about Creeper Eugenie? We'll get to that in a second. Abraham, <laughs> Abraham must have the magic. I just want to get through all the chat. Peck Joe's eyes out, Katie, says Bill. Rosita should have jumped on Daryl's dick in the RV right in front of Abraham. Sandman says, Eugene seems like a good pussy eater. Big Kev says, Abraham has the magic. Johnny Rico says, next week, One-Eyed Joe in the show. We're going to be introducing One-Eyed Joe. And I also want to take a call right now. Welcome, caller. Uh, well... <laughs> One, You're like where uh, to start. Like... And Joe have other issues to worry about here. I'm starting to wish that, except for Glenn and Maggie, all these other relationships were just like sex instead of being like, 
uh, why do we even have to have a reason for us to break up? Why can't why can't it just be like they were banging? They just got sick of banging one another or something, or they just got tired of it. Why does this have to be a serious relationship in the first place? Good good, good point. With all the death that's been around and everybody, why well, I get so attached at this point? Drama. Well, that's fine if it's if it's mutually agreed upon. And to, to answer your question, though, Contract law, baby. straight up TV drama. They they need they need to they want to add some of that love story drama stuff. But I I agree with you essentially. There's much more bigger things at stake. But I love is a weird thing when you're involved in it. You get you get all it's it gets sticky. Chaotic. It gets sticky. Yeah, it gets. You absolutely. gotta love Eugene though, really, oh. with his popcorn at the doorway. What? <laughs> no sex tonight. <laughs> Welcome to all my friends. Know, and yes, oh, oh, Eugene's okay. eating the cookies. <laughs> And his and his line is amazing. They're chewy, but they got some fight in them. I was gonna get a show. It's Wednesday. What the fuck? Welcome, Dean. Yeah, it's Wednesday. It's business. Yeah, this Virginia's is for lovers. Yeah, sure. Waiting, waiting, for the, for waiting for the booty. And Joe, he's like, he's like, it's Wednesday night. It's business time. It's, it's business time. <laughs> you know how I know, Phil? You know how I know? Cause I got my business socks. Yeah, on. I got my business socks. It's business. It's business time. <laughs> you know it's time for business when I got my business socks. Okay, so then we go to uh, Rick talking to the hilltop guy about the plan, and we get Judith in there with her crayons outlining the path to the Savior's Palace. And it's, it's he's being very vague, but he goes, I don't remember much. It's not too big. Glenn's like, shut the fuck up. Tell me what you remember. So then we go over to Tara and Denise, who have a very cute scene where Tara's thinking about something, and she says she loves her. And Denise says, I won't say it till you come back from the trip. Then we get to Tara and Heath are going on some pre-mission mission or post-mission mission. And Denise, and she asks Denise to go. And Denise says, listen, you idiot, I'm the only doctor. I can't leave town. That's, that's the problem you have when you bring Herschel everywhere. <laughs> you, he, I need to stay right here where I am so she says no I can't go but I want to go and don't worry I'll tell you I love you when we get back so then we go off to Maggie asking the guy for questions about getting this place and this is where we get the vague tea-like hallway it's a hallway with a tea yeah and there's doors here there's door yeah so as I wrote my notes they're going with a very very vague plan one way in no way out Rick says, well, the, how are you going to get in the front door, they ask. And Rick says, well, we got a plan. They want Greg's head. We're going to give them Greg's head. Woohoo! Yep. Someone says, Did flat. anybody think they weren't, they, that they weren't talking about just cutting the head off a walker? Literally, we're going to go kill Greg. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't think for a second. Not for a not for one fucking second did I think that uh, they were going to actually kill him uh, or that, that they were going to go home. I, I, I thought that maybe I didn't necessarily think they were going to go walk or hunting to get him. I thought it was maybe they had some dead bodies laying around town. I honestly didn't put much effort into the thought that they had to get somebody that looks like him and stuff. That was just, oh, wow, good. Thank you, Walking Dead, for, for taking care of things without me having to think about it too much. That was a point where they did cross their and dot their eyes there and then the face doesn't look quite the same we'll get to that in a second so rick says we're gonna lead them and they'll let them in so now they're heading down a road and they make a stop they beep some horns rick barks some orders and says let's separate meet back up collect what we can get we'll see what kind of walkers we get so then we get a, a gabriel moment where rick and gabriel talk and he turns to gabriel very warmly which is surprising because we haven't seen this grow but it was a very warm <laughs> moment where rick says there's no turning back now. They kind of joke. Gabriel says, you taught me for a reason. I want to help. Rick says, why are you still wearing that priest outfit? And he says, well, it's, I'm still a priest, and it's harder for them to see me in the dark because I'm wearing all black. Yeah. 
so then we go off to Rosita and Carol, and she's carrying, and this is a big scene. I'm curious what you thought of this scene, Joe. She off to Rosita telling Carol that we should have told Rick about Morgan. And he's a son of a bitch. That son of a bitch disagreed with this plan. He should have just taken the fucking win that we gave him by not telling everybody we should fucking rat his ass out because we don't need to live around this motherfucker. And Carol, Carol says, what's wrong with what Morgan did? All he did was voice opposition. She almost was saying, it's good to have someone voice opposition. He doesn't want to kill. And Rosita said, none of us like to kill, but it happens. And she says, I'm not telling anyone. And Carol goes and smokes and she watches Maggie and she gets pissed off about it. But talking about this scene, I think this is why Carol's one of my favorite characters, because I totally hear what Carol's saying in this moment. It's good to have a voice of dissent, and yes. the issues aren't mixed, I think. They're two kind of separate issues of what Morgan did and whether you should be proactive in this moment. Those people actually attacked us and went into our town, killed people we cared about, and Morgan decided to keep one of those type of people that we already saw alive in the sense. All Morgan was questioning in that moment was, are you sure we can take these people? You don't yeah. know anything about these people. Maybe we should reconnaissance. Maybe we should go meet them first, see what they have, try to play yeah. a bluff game, do something besides just run in there. At least it was yeah. what I took what Morgan was saying in that moment. So I got to say, in a sense, I'm on Carol's side in this argument. Joe, Kate, I'm curious what you, what you guys think. No, I agree. When it comes to that whole like captive wolf thing, after that big battle for the town and everyone stepped up, including Morgan, at this point, that was a reset, and what he said in the church was just reasonable. Mm -hmm. You uh, explore other options. You don't just cling to certainty for some impulsive idea that really isn't <laughs> practically responsible. Well, I agree with the, with the uh, voice of dissent. You know, it's always good to have someone with another opinion. You always want to look at both sides to every other. There's more than two sides to any argument or to any, to any topic. You know, There's always choices. You know, and, and bad and good. Of course, the any a number of other people should have also stood up and said, "Doesn't matter, Morgan. Shut the fuck up." They tried to kill Daryl, Abraham, and Sasha on the road. Therefore, no, they the are our enemies, and we are at war. No, shut the fuck. Yeah, up. shut the fuck up. Shut the Town fuck up. Meeting. <laughs> there are shut the fuck ups loud. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. Fire the game. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of your town. Oh my goodness. Rick's, Critch says Rick's crayon plan worked as far as he knows, but it was just a uh, regional concentration there that they're fucked. <laughs> if, yeah, see, no, the, see, the, the problem was is the problem with the plan is they, they crayoned the inside of the building, but they didn't crayon the outside. Well, they didn't have that courtyard in that. Crayon. Let's take a quick call. Welcome to the show, caller. Uh, there's a problem with arguing that they try to kill uh, Daryl and them on the road, is that this is literally two months later, and you're basically saying, well, they tried to kill us on the road two months ago. We didn't get around to dealing with it back then. Now that we found out these people have food and that they're being terrorized by the same thing, we should get around to dealing with the fact that we got held up two months ago and had to blow these people up. That shit, if it was a war cry, it should have been like, day after like hey we got stopped by these dudes on the road or something and we got to go deal with this group called the saviors now because we we found out who they are and stuff not like two months later oh yeah they stopped us on the road one time and tried to kill us but we blew them all up and now they're all dead good call good call my friend what do you well, have they to didn't say have the name saviors yet they didn't know anything but the name negan yeah, so they knew they this knew. was a group of negans um and you know 
just because you declare war today doesn't mean you have to attack that person today. <laughs> Couple no, of you know, they knew uh, the information uh, they have now about these people, even I may, just who they are and where they where they were stationed. Or, I may uh, be headquartered, whatever. Mad at my enemy and call him and say, you know what, motherfucker, I'm gonna I'm gonna really I'm gonna come over there and I'm gonna kick your fucking ass. Doesn't mean I'm gonna do it right now. I'll hang up the phone and come over there and kick your ass, but better be sure when I see you, I'm going to kick your ass. Welcome well, to the show. Oh, sorry. Okay. pattern of behavior. Whereas hey, guys. So I just wanted to say this. I love this episode, but this really was an episode where the plot convenience showed through. Like, if this was Game of Thrones, this would have been one of those WTF episodes where everybody died. Yeah, yeah, mm, it it, yes, it really yes. did essentially. They were they were set up in that in that situation where it's like, oh, our star characters are confident. Let's just head into this place and eat some bread. We're safe. Sorry, I really <laughs> found, found it really, really, really awful and horrible show writing, and that none of our team died. None of them, not one. Not I don't even think any of them took a bullet for fucking nope. crazy. In fairness, Joe. In fairness, Joe. If we were to assume that the saviors are as equally secure and and up as our, our own group we saw the guns that they have we, we get we're getting kind of a feel from them essentially they did get the jump on them so it doesn't surprise me in that moment it would be surprise me next week when now the tables have turned if none of our characters die next week i'll have a problem with it but i don't have a problem with it this week because they had the complete jump on them and it's just at any any offensive that the Negan group that the Saviors have, we're all in reaction. And it's not like our group are a bunch of numbskulls in their in their execution of a plan. So they were they're good killers that had the jump on people. So it makes sense to me. But I see what you're saying. I just think next week's the one that if all of our characters make it out of next week when they when they're fucking in this situation where it's the hi, I see you. Uh, we we're, we get the tips on you. You're we're way more powerful than you could possibly imagine. Someone's got to die next week. Someone should have died this week. And yeah. as far as I'm concerned, with that yeah, someone should have. No, I hear what was, you're saying. I hear uh, what you're saying. No, <laughs> Joe's blood. All those fucking bullets that were fired, and not what like whenever that happens on a TV show or in a movie, and you hear eight thousand fucking rounds being fired off, and our hero runs through and kills twelve. 13 24 people without taking more than one bullet to the shoulder or to like the pinky or stepping on glass with his bare feet is his biggest fucking wound it's like come on i know you got the klingon bloodlust going on joe you're like the Klingon. Uh, today is a good day for our characters to die <laughs> yeah like it would this would have been a great opportunity it would, they would have been dying for something and it would have been a stupid way to get one of your people killed because you went in so fucking haphazardly with your crayon fucking plan yeah, I, I'm one. Someone in the chat asked, and I'm wondering too. What was that building? I think it was probably it was Fox Twenty Five. I think it what it was originally. I'm not sure, but what I think it was essentially. Someone's just saying this in the chat as well. I think it's the bullshit. You don't know where our real, our real Basically, headquarters right. how, is. How many? How many? How many fortresses do they have? How many spots? That was teams. This is a waste so, station. This is just a fort. Someone just. Said, oh, sorry. Okay. What, you you mean what was it originally? Yeah, I think well, it's a maybe a TV station or something or or uh, I, but someone said it in the chat that it's a it was the it was the savior C team. You know, these are all the these are all the people that they have dealing with the outside. Yeah, these are outpost. Yeah, this is the right here. This is this is this is our our little place that we go. What's the name of our little town here? Mayberry. What is it? 
Woodbury? Alexandria. Alexandria. Yeah. This is our town, Alexandria. And as we grow and get bigger, now we'll put an outpost, you know, 20 miles out to the west, east, north, and south. And we'll populate that with 20 or 30 gunned armed men, you know. Well, and yeah, in a sense, Negan's I mean, using it as drop-offs and do. stuff. Right. Yeah. And this is what Katie and I said they should do. You know, they should have outposts and, and drop-off spot and stash locations. Welcome to the fucking Alexander. Joe, I need to what we need to welcome to the show our good friend Tim. Welcome to the show, Tim. Hey, Tim. Hey, wait a little first off, uh shut the fuck up, Joe. And <laughs> second off, uh <laughs> Yeah, Joe Wills wrote, uh, Whiffers said practice makes perfect deals, moron. Practice makes you not shit. Yeah. Good point, my friend. Practice makes you I love it, but right, I, I practice makes you better, does not make you perfect. What I need what I need is you to call back and I'm gonna send you right to voicemail and I want you to say shut the fuck up, Joe, for the voicemail so I can yeah. sound so I can sound capture that because I want that as a fucking I want Tim telling Joe to shut the fuck up about Thanks a lot, Tim. Thanks a lot. As Al says, Tim Lane to hear that. This is gonna be like over and over. He's gonna torture me with this uh-huh. for the next thirty thousand podcasts. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, so Carol goes <coughs> Carol goes and smokes. Lord, Lord, Lord. Lord, Lord, Lord. So Heath and Glenn are looking for a head that looks like Greg, and we see a bunch of people. We Heath is asks if we're gonna kill some people, and he's upset because he's been lucky. Glenn says he's been lucky too, and he hasn't killed anybody, as we know that one of these people are going to not be able to keep that keep that thing going through this whole episode. Glenn says killing someone's oh, Glenn says. You ever have something really horrible happen to you that that you can't sleep, you can't eat, you can't do anything? It just horrifies you when you close your eyes. I've I've definitely had that. I've I've been to Tijuana, so I know I have that I have that horrible thing stuck in my head. And and Glenn says killing someone's got to be worse than that. So yes, I'm not. No, it's exactly that, Glenn. It's exactly that you have described exactly. I think. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, Joe doesn't. Joe, wait, 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 wait. So I hear. So I hear. Like, and, and so if if you've had that, it can't get any worse. Yep. Right. Well, oh, we've got a text. Once, once you had the bad trip, how can it get any worse, man? Joe and Katie, we have a text from Texas. Welcome, show. Welcome from. Welcome, our friend from Texas. Uh, hey, Dick. Phil, Joe, and Katie. Do you think that some of the people that got stabbed in their sleep might have been prisoners of Negan? We know that there's already one prisoner there. I got the sense, especially when the guy that Glenn stabbed might have been there against his will, maybe because that one guy had Polaroids of dead bodies hanging above his head. It could have been trophy pictures, but it also could have been Negan keeping someone against their will and taunting them with pictures of dead friends or something. That's a good point. I definitely think that, that was an outpost of some sort that that that's the testing grounds just because of how easily that they knew that they're watching from somewhere that that that's probably the 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 area that they like when someone comes to the front and you have cameras on them it's probably they're just smart enough to have patrols in their woods area around their fortress at night none of those doors were locked Mm -hmm. and locked from And we also have a very good point that someone made in the chat and your point as well, Katie. Uh, Let's jump. We have a quick, we have a voicemail from our friend SM Down. Let's listen. Uh, Let's listen. Uh, You think if Carol would have followed the plan that like, and actually went in with everybody else, that the plan would have worked and not backfired? Because, you know, it may have been the only Maggie would have been taken out of that. 
Uh, po- possibly because then they wouldn't. If Maggie and Carol, if Maggie's coming, should she have just gone in with everybody? Is she safer to keep her to keep the group somewhat together? Okay. First off, Phil, <laughs> why are we keeping just one person out in the fucking woods? We have we shit buddies have for a reason. Right. So okay. So what Carol stays back. That at least takes care of our shit buddy situation. But so there should have been two people out there in the first place. At but least. when the alarm went at off, least. they should have went in. Mm-hmm. They should have attacked, assaulted again from the outside where there was no threat on the outside and the threat was on the inside. None of those eyes are looking outward. So they should have gone in. I agree. In my opinion. Yeah. No, I agree with you, Joe. I, I, well, I, and they weren't very well hidden. And they, they weren't just hidden. They're just sitting on the road. around and then arguing with each other. So, yeah, two other chicks got the drop on them. Uh, two, yeah, anybody else. Any patrol. Like, what? Like, that's the shit I'm talking about. What, there should be patrols night and day around your facility. There should be guards night and day outside on, you know, facing all directions. Like, you don't take chances with, with this shit. Like, come on. No, Joe, you're absolutely right. And in that situation, you should always not make sure you don't go anywhere without your shit, buddy. (laughs) Never, never. You're true. It's very, very true. Uh, Timo says, Phil, Joe, and Katie, did you guys notice how there were guns firing at night and all those bright red lights outside, but yet there were no walkers the next day? A, that is, I did. I actually did notice, and that's a very good point. That that's why it's a TV studio. All those walls are soundproof. Oh, oh very, very. And, oh. and zombies don't see red light spectrum. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy it, Joe. I'll buy that for a dollar. I'll buy. Sure, sure. I'll buy that for Joe. I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> so, okay, so Glenn says killing you up. You're right. So then we jump into, uh, oh my gosh, what's going on? Get there. Can I get there in time? I'm there. Welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, guys. So I am sort of like you, Phil. I haven't read all the comics. I've Give some when I'm at a random comic store, and you know I've just looked up information on the on uh, online and stuff. But I thought that Negan uh, only had men in his army, and all the uh, the people who captured the uh, Maggie and Carol at the end, uh, two of them were women. So do you think those are part of uh, Negan's army? Um, yeah, I, I was curious about that too. Good, good, yeah. good question. I think that's probably just something they changed from from uh, book to show, and I and I'm with you as well. I don't know the comic books as or the graphic novels as well as some. I have perused wiki versions of stuff and kind of read through stuff, and I know the future of what happens, but I haven't I haven't read so all of the books. So yes, yeah, so Joe, so Joe, t- t- I don't know. I just started Compendium too. Ugh. Ah, you bastard. Joe, you're supposed to be our expert. You're the only one in this podcast that knows how to read. Twelve of the graphic novels. Joe, you're the only one in this group that knows how to read. She's a crow. She's a bird. She can't read human language. And I'm an idiot. So come on, Joe. <laughs> it's hard to find comic book on tape, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It just doesn't have the same impact. <laughs> it doesn't do it. Yeah, it's hard to find audio versions the of graphic novels. The compendium is literally like 30, 30 seconds long <laughs> on audio. I'm still waiting. <laughs> I'm Wait. still waiting for the Walking Dead. Yeah. I'm still waiting for the audio books of the Walking Dead narrated by Andrew Lincoln. I mean, come on. Oh, oh. In his British accent. 
<laughs> Tommy, Tommy, the truth. Uh, there's a lot of amazing stuff happening in the chat right now. And Tommy. in the next frame, there's a house drawn eerily with a porch. <laughs> and in the next frame, there's another house drawn eerily with a porch. Ooh, and in the next frame, back. Coral walks slowly past another house drawn eerily without a front porch. <laughs> then he sits and eats pudding. <laughs> funny funny Sorry, funny. Everyone. no no that's funny <laughs> it takes around 15 minutes an issue why not read them it's just because yeah. i haven't had them and i know I, I would definitely like to read them it's probably something we'd do during the off season compendium one is at my brother's house right now so fucking have that when he uh calls to go hang out with him next time tell Ex him to give it to you excellent i definitely i definitely will i'll absolutely do that so so yeah it is something i definitely want to read i just haven't had the time and and uh and and stuff so glenn says yeah blah 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 we get a lot of rosita tonight i just want to say that and it was really good yeah. amen oh, gosh it's so good it's so good to see her i got i love what she's calling morgan a, a a fucking son of a bitch a punta he's a fucking punta fuck that little bitch oh you were the best Te terrence thank you so much you're fucking awesome buddy we appreciate all the love from all of you fucking guys and girls in the chat and that watch the video and all the people that are listening to our audio podcast. I see you guys out there too. I don't see you guys, but I know you're out there as well. And I really I do appreciate that and all the downloads and all the people that have been subscribing on iTunes and all the different podcatchers. So thank you. Thank you to everybody that's been checking out the show. And if you listen, just listen to our audio cast. We want you to come and join the live party. If you can watch us live too, jump in the live discussion with the motherfucking chat, the best people in the world. And there's a whole nother show going on right now in the chat, in the live chat. And if you're watching this later, it's crazy. It's crazy. You can, you can always see the live chat posted in the I don't comments. Know how they later. have the time to listen to us, out like and pay it and be a part of that whole chat. Yeah, no, I, I can't, can't read that it. and talk about this shit. Never mind listen to me and you and read that silly like, joe they're not like, silly joe no one's listening to us they're good i don't think so <laughs> no come on certainly doesn't sound yeah, like they're listening by the by the way that no. chat reads That's i'm kidding sure. we love you guys so uh rick says uh we're still with the plan we're gonna scout it out blah 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 but it's gonna be before dawn. We're gonna we're gonna get them right before dawn. The guards are gonna be tired. We're gonna go in and if we don't like the way things look we'll make a new plan. Uh, respond, replying to Phil wanting audiobooks. AMC made a video adaptation of the first comic. I wonder why they wouldn't do any more. Great, great question. I want more. Sh Tim says, shut the fuck up, Joe. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Rick says, <laughs> Rick says, uh, so ultimately, yeah, before pull up, but Rick says that they don't know us. We'll keep Jesus in the shadows and they won't see anybody because Jesus will be in the shadows. <laughs> And this is how we eat. He says it again. This is how we eat, motherfuckers. And FOPs. I love the FOPs. Carol asks, why the fuck is Maggie here? And Rick's like, I don't know why she's here. She wants to be here. What the fuck are you asking me questions for? Carol goes, she should not be here. What the fuck? What's going on? And Rick says the truth. It's her choice. I can't tell her shit, just like I can't tell you shit. And he says, and Carol goes, well, I'm staying back with her. And he's like, well, you're very important to the plan, Carol. You're kind of the biggest badass we have. But he, he's, she says, no, I'm staying with Maggie because she needs a shit buddy. Then they find a bunch of heads, a couple of different heads, some that kind of look like Gregory. I was actually surprised one of them really kind of looks like Gregory. Yeah. And the one, yeah, they picked the one. I they did. picked the one. Yeah. And Jesus. I was the, all the way on the left. You were all the way left? I was all about that. I was, uh, mine was the one on the left. Middle. 
Uh, well, he wouldn't have had to punch his nose if he had picked the one all the way see, on the I left. Didn't see a resemblance in the one on the left. <laughs> sorry, Not sorry, much. sorry, Tim. The shut the fuck up Joe is supposed to be for Katie to read. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> so <laughs> i love it she does not need any prompting for yeah, that yeah, the, yeah <laughs> so uh so ultimately they find one guy but and she has been forbidden from saying it in crow form so uh jesus says that this is looks like this one kind of looks like greg what? gregory oh, but he has a slightly different shape my bed this this uh this one kind of looks like gregory but he has a slightly different shape to his nose so rick grabs it by his head grabs it by his hair and he punches the fucking the head in the nose three times and and he turns to the and he turns to the guy and goes he fought back and broke your hands and and jesus goes i guess there's no need to be subtle and the dude looks at rick and says the saviors are pretty scary but those pricks got nothing on you and i have to say i said it earlier too that was fucking so hilarious that scene was just funny as a bastard it cracked me up and rick's reaction to that he's Hmm. just like oh okay well How's the head look? Yeah. He kind of gets off. <laughs> like, what, whatever. All right. Dean how's, said. How's my work? Dean's, and of course, you got to remember, like, the like his first impression of Rick is bathing in one of his friend's blo- neck blood. What? <laughs> like, what? 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 And ultimately, it's funny. Dean says, Rick was carving a pumpkin. It was just a really good. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> a little to the nose isn't quite right. It was just a really First funny. First, you scoop out the goo on the Did inside. Did not go to Michelangelo's sculpture shop, that's for sure. Oh my goodness! Jeez, sculpture school. Uh, Corey says, "Quick question: What was Plan B if they didn't buy it? It was Gregory's head. Same thing. Probably, probably the same shit. They would storm it. Yeah. Hopefully, Daryl gets up there in time to, you know. Hopefully, there's only two people there. Hopefully, well, yeah, Daryl can kill everybody that's got their back to him. They, yeah, they had people aiming at those guards. <sighs> Do you know what's next, guys? Fear the Walking Dead comer- uh, episode, webisode. Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. We see... Hell breaks loose on yeah, blah, 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 blah. Hell breaks loose. Every moment that we talk Get about... Damn Joe, every moment zombies. that we talk about Fear the Walking Dead, an angel dies somewhere. Uh-huh. It's true. I learned about that in, uh, in It's a Wonderful Life. Every time Fear the Walking Dead gets... Gets talk, oh, actually, not a dies, loses its wings. <laughs> Every time we talk about Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, it's not yeah, just an angel, Phil, it's a cherub. It's, oh, thank you, Joe. Thank you for the... Oh, that's okay. I don't really like you're it. A, you're, you're, 100, you're 100% correct. <laughs> blah. Blah, blah, blah. So, after that, they arrive at the Satellite Dish headquarters, which seems to be uh, the, the Savior's place. It's all as the car pulls up with our main asshole guy, Eddie. We find out his name finally. Or I found his name up. Or we found out his name in the scene. Excuse me. Maybe we heard it before, but I didn't remember. Yeah. The guys from the Negan's Dudes, the saviors, are yelling, Okay, asshole, what's going on? And they just start treating him like a little bitch, like Squeak from Basketball. Come on, little bitch. You little bitch. I heard your mother was going out with Eddie. So they they ask uh, everything flashes red and they ask shit for brains to come out here and or they ask shit for brains they tell him to bring the head they don't want the fucking bag show me the head needle dick so he takes the head out of the bag and he shows it to him and he looks and he okay not to say anything but if Big Kev or you and me or any of us are standing across this guy at the poker table when he offers up the information 
oh, the nose looks that way because I punched him oh, in his face. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. done. Yeah, no, no one asked you for that done information. I, I call. I call. I'm all in. I'm fucking all in, motherfucker. In a con, you don't offer more information than you need to. <sighs> oh, uh, uh, is it hot in here? <laughs> hey, Taylor, have you ever gone to the movies? Waitress, can I have a drink? Oh, my God. Like, no, this guy's all in? Uh, yeah, okay. Corey but said he is kind of nervous because he's holding uh, his former master's hand. No, and then in that, master, if that's the wow. case, here's the thing: you just sent two guys to go kill the leader of this town. One comes back with the head in a fucking bag. I'm sorry, you kill this guy. You kill this guy. He's proven that he's willing to cut someone's fucking head off to get what he wants. You kill him, like well, you kill him. Yeah. You kill him, and you go back to the town, and you say, "Okay, now you're leaderless." you've watched him get his head fucking cut off like welcome we're gonna take all your shit now and burn your burn your building to the ground welcome welcome to the show sunny day tea factory in princess felicia oh felicia welcome season six is one of the best so far i agree with you great to see so many good people fear Fear the walking dead is it fear the walking dead or baywatch someone asks (laughs) that was that's pretty funny we've got a quick voicemail from at klc we also got a call. It's, oh my god, we got two calls. Everyone's called. Welcome to the show. Oh wait, one second. I gotta, I gotta shut off the voicemail. Welcome back to the show, buddy. I just wanted to say, I don't know if it was just me or the fat baby. Like his acting so awesome. He was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. I don't know. Something about his acting was awesome to me. Good, good. Yeah, absolutely. Let's jump into the other call quick. Welcome back to the show, buddy. How's it going? Hey, um, I was just going to say, uh, I was, uh, shit. No, it's okay, dude. We're... <laughs> <laughs> dude. I'm about what, uh, like, what Joe said, yep. um, I think he was saying something, um, well, oh, one is I, I um, I'm starting to think uh, Maggie might take Dwin's place in the. Uh, oh in yeah, the, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, I, I know, in, I know what you're, ta- I know what you're talking about in the story, yeah. In the story, in the story. No, I know of, exactly um, what. Yeah, you don't have to say any more than uh, that. You know, of like something tragic happening or something. It's it will be very interesting. Sorry, sorry, to, sorry to I lost you there for a second. But absolutely, I do. I do think there are some hints towards a lot of characters. They're throwing a lot of that stuff out there. I don't want to get too far down that. Uh, welcome, Sunny Day. Welcome. And yes, those Polaroids were fucking ridiculously evil. And welcome to all our friends. We've got a fucking great, great group today, tonight, and so awesome to have all of you guys in the chat. If this is your first time joining us and you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button and please join the fun for us with us every week of The Walking Dead and recapping and talking about every episode. And I thought. Anyone that's asking, I thought this was a really awesome episode, and I agree that season six, as a whole, is one of the best seasons of The Walking Dead. It's one and of if my favorites. Make sure you don't miss us. Hit that subscribe button yep. and then set it to be reminder. Yeah, I can't promise you that YouTube will always tell you that when we go live. Those bastards. Okay, so we uh, they seem pleased. The other dude exam examines it and he says it broke his nose. Blah blah blah. There's a long pause by the smarter of the two guys examines the head and then he starts talking with the head. He starts going wow. <laughs> thank you, thank you for breaking my hand, you little bitch. 
<laughs> oh, Pete beheaded me. Oh, 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 oh it's so fucking great. great stuff. Corey Mitchell says, quick question. You mentioned it earlier, Phil. So in Fear the Walking Dead, are the Walker baby faces in the character heels? Maybe. Uh, so in Fear the Walking Dead, are the Walker baby faces in the character heels? Maybe that's the point. Maybe. It could be that that's uh, oh. that there are a bunch of uh, Roddy Roddy Pipers and Hulk Hogan's there. That, that, that could all make sense. Thank you, Al Red Sox fan, who's been amazing today. I have to give a special shout out to Al Red Sox fan for all the, for he was going door to door, knocking on people's Twitters, going, come join us tonight for the podcast. So thank you so much, Al Red Sox fan, for all the hard thank work you. you did today. I got to give you special recognition on uh, all the extra work that you and Sunny Day Tea Factory as well have been talking to me this week and sending me some awesome messages and giving me some advice and giving me some pushes in the right direction. So again, all the help that all of you guys have been bringing to help us grow has been working we're definitely up a bunch of subscribers in the last month thanks to all of you guys so thank you so much and we're gonna keep doing it and keep fucking growing so let's continue and a couple one other quick announcement we did in fact hit uh two million lifetime views on the channel too over the course of this week so we're really excited it took us less than a year to get back to two million uh from one million which was last year so i don't want to I don't want to kiss ourselves because we because we got a long way to go to get our where we. Our second million took less time than our first million. It did, but we still got a lot of work to do. So thank you yeah, everybody for all the support. Let's, let's turn those views into subscribers. Exactly. So thank you so much everybody for all, all the hard work that you guys have done to help us get where we are now. And if we never grow another moment, uh, you guys are all thanks to where we are right now. So anyways, enough of that shit. Back to the show. Uh, Albert's expense is awesome sauce. Thank you. Yes, Joey Gladstone. <laughs> Cut it out, Corey Mitchell. <laughs> and congrats to klc channel just hit 1.4 million awesome that's nice. fucking incredible dude fucking amazing Everybody, so well, in the world together. exactly so the dude says uh so you've learned some stuff okay good deal you know we won't get any problems like last week so why don't we go in and get your guy done deal here so the the other dude, the bigger bigger guy, starts whistling "Happy Birthday" as Daryl shows up behind him and he slits his throat. And now Team yeah. Team Rick Grimes ass kicking is in full effect as they get ready for the other dude to come back up. Right forward to the Let's building, go. they all they all advance right on the building and take cover. <laughs> People say, "Send them stuff." A's AMC and HBO. Yeah, send us stuff. AMC and HBO. FX yeah. FX sends me stuff. stuff. You guys should stuff. You should too. Free stuff. Free stuff, motherfucker. So, so ultimately, the, uh, Michonne stabs the guy that went inside in the in the belt in the belly, and they all head. And the guy that was kidnapped heads inside the truck. So, heading in, all the best fighters head into this small hallway in a uh, in a place that they have no clue. So, if nothing, ha so if something happened to all of our best warriors, it wouldn't be a problem anywhere. So, we get some light music, some good kind of tribal music or a good beat going on as they head in some doors in team team ass kicking they start finding some dudes sleeping and what does rick grimes's badass team do they do some awesome silent assassin's creed type killing where they stab dudes in their head in the sleep and, slow and hesitant. Yep, slow and hesitant. Very slow. Very slow. Rick was straight on it. Rick yes, wasn't yes, slow. Yes, yes, as you should be. Once you're there and you decide to do this, every hesitation means the alarm could go off. He who hesitates masturbates and, or sorry. Oh. I went, uh, to be I, fair, though, well, to be fair, Keith like loves <laughs> looking at guys. Katie, you're cracking me up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Katie's in the <laughs> zone tonight. Just sorry. Just, Katie's just, just saying. saying. She's just saying. Just saying. Just saying. 
so so we had so we had in the room there's a lot of dudes sleeping glennon we were with glennon heath now and glenn kills one guy and Heath's about to kill his first pop his killing human sherry and glenn's glenn doesn't want him to do no it don't, don't do I'll no do man this. hey carlos how about some lewds 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 no <laughs> no man no man no man no man and one one person in the billions gonna get where that reference is from. I think you're the only one, Joe. Do you remember that PSA when we were kids? Hey Carlos, how about some uppers? They'll make you feel up when you're feeling down, down, down. No man, no man, no man. It was one of those early drug anti-drug commercials that was on at the same time. As, yeah. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. It was this kid kept going in hallways. Okay, enough of that. I enough of that. Sorry about that rant. So. Yeah, that we decide to do drugs. It did. Me too, Katie. No, I loved how the echoing sounded in the voice. And I thought if I did yeah. them, that would work. I see my brain in a frying pan. Okay, we got a caller. Welcome to the show, caller. Some people were talking about piss in the chat, but there was some uh, heavy, heavy foreshadowing for a death. And do you guys think that that was just bad foreshadowing? Like, or do you think that's the writers trying to psych us out? I I personally think the show is aware of I think the show Walking Dead is more connected to what their fandom kind of thinks than more shows. So I think especially with people knowing that they know the comic stuff, I think they're trying to throw us as many curveballs and yeah. whatever is possible. I think that's where lies the Glenn thing that they did in the first half of the season. They're trying to fuck with the audience as much they're as possible. That, yes. That's why it's not going to be... Glenn is safe as far as I'm concerned. They keep teasing Glenn's death. They teased the baseball mm -hmm. bat at his feet last season. They teased death twice. They Now he's murdering people. He's got a kid. They're really setting Glenn up yeah. for the fall. I don't think it's going to be dying. him. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. J jump in the chat. Uh, welcome, caller. Welcome back. I was going to say, uh, I, I remember what I wanted to say before. Is if uh, if Negan kills, um, I think uh, he was Joe was talking about like in a situation where you bring someone's head and stuff, you kill you go, you kill the leader and then go back to the group in the town or whatever, and then say your leader is now. That you know Rick could act as a martyr and they could fight back even harder due to that strategy. So there's there's the benefit, the, the drawback of doing that. Mm -hmm. Good po good point and good call as always, my friend. Always great to hear from you. So here I'll we go. I would buy that for a dollar. I, I love when call callers make so much sense that you're like, yeah, no, no, no there you go. That's yeah. good. That's good. That any SM down. I always love getting your calls. Always love getting all your calls, everybody. Thank you so much. Sorry if I sometimes. I don't agree. That was a solid plan written in crayon, though. It, I'm sorry. Yeah, it really Is was. Is that SM down that, that said that one? Yep, yep. Glenn, Glenn Jr.'s left hand really did a great job with that one, Joe. <laughs> okay, so. So Heath's going to do it too, and he's not going to do it. So then we get to see, uh, as B I think Bill said this earlier, we get to see the beginning of a really funny joke. Or someone said this. We see the Bill or Corey, I forget. Where we get into a, the beginning of a joke. We got a priest, Jesus, and Tara in a... In, in Jesus, a, a priest, and a lesbian are sitting in an SUV on a night raid. Yep. <laughs> And it was really funny. I love how ultimately Tara is getting relationship advice from a priest in Jesus in this situation. She goes, yeah, Katie, as soon as she asked, Katie was like, oh, and Gabriel turns around and says, nothing, you're a lesbian. You don't get it. So yep. Sorry, that's a sin. I can't help you. <laughs> that's why she wanted to know if he was still a priest to make yeah, sure. Sorry, she... you're a lesbian. Can't help. Yeah, can't help you you're anymore. Gonna help. Once you said girlfriend, checked out. <laughs> so she asks if Gabriel's still a priest, and 
and he says, Rick, uh, <laughs> says, uh, taught me how to, or Rick and Carl taught me. I don't know why. I was just laughing at the fact that I had Carl's name there for some reason. I was, I was debating on going, Carl. So, so uh, and how I wrote it, if you look at how I wrote it, I wrote like, Carl. So he says, he says, Rick and, uh, Rick and Carl taught me how to contribute. I'm still a priest, but now I can kick some ass. And she says, she says she lied her goddamn fucking head off this morning. She got to my, lied to my girlfriend. She caught me thinking about something, and I told her I loved her for the first time. This is that's how I tell her I loved her first first time. She says, and they both go Jesus and and Gabriel are basically Jesus like first, Jesus goes what yeah what'd you do? And she's or what were you thinking about? And she says we I did some something like this before, referring to the governor situation, and I didn't like it. And Jesus and Gabriel say, well, do you love her? And and Jesus says, well, you do. Now you know what you're fighting for. And it was a teamwork. Uh. Like, like they're, t- they're Jesus high five. Like, they're both high fiving each other. And they're giving her relationship advice. I, I enjoy yeah. Okay, just because you know you- what you're fighting for doesn't mean it's a just cause or you should be fighting that fight. Yeah, this, yeah. W- this was a little, I don't know, whatever. I, I. I I didn't mind the scene. And if you remember, if you remember the governor's whole fucking speech, it was almost like Rick's. Like yeah. these people attacked us. They took what we had. They're gonna come they back for more. They're our lifestyle. Right. It was the same exact thing. So Tara had heard this all before. It was all going through Tara's head, like, oh, fuck. Yep. Do we have a tank too? What? <laughs> the spit. The spitty scent. Uh, scent section. That wasn't Negan's factory in the comics. Saviors of many strategic compounds. I think this was one of their many compounds. That's just a, a little piece of information, not too much of a spoiler, but I thought that was a good piece yeah, of information. Yeah. And hey, Spitty, great to see you. And great to see so many new faces I see in the chat as well. And if this okay. is your first time in the chat, say hello to everybody else in the motherfucking chat. Introduce yourself. We'd love to hear from you. We saw a couple other people introducing themselves, and it's great to see you guys for the very first time jumping in the chat and being a part of the FOPs, the motherfucking chat, the best people, I, some of the best people in the world in there. So Jesus and a priest kill people. I guess I feel like this was such a good setup for some more comedy and they didn't play this up as much as they could with the Jesus and the priest thing. And I thought I thought it could have been even funnier than it was with a couple. Yeah, we're just I mentioned this last week with at least Gabriel turning to Jesus and saying, you're sure right, Jesus. Yes, you are, Father. Or just a couple back and forths. But amen, Jesus. Amen, Jesus. Something to that effect. Yes, yeah, some cheesy one-liner like that. I know it yeah. seems I maybe out of place, but I'm a, I'm a cheesy comedy fan, so I would have liked it. Yeah. I like me some Swiss. So let's jump in the in. We have a quick text message. Love the show, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, best season of The Walking Dead ever. Thank you, Texter, with O9 at the end of your number. Okay, so some dude surprises them, or then we go back to Team Ass Kicking, and we get Abraham and and uh, Sasha, I'm sorry, doing their section of the scouting things out. And some dudes, while they're kind of securing a door, some dude surprises them and comes at Abraham and kind of wrestles him down. And Sasha goes and stabs him, and for some reason stabs him in the gut instead of going for the neck. Mm. It's just a minor little thing. I thought she would should, probably should kill this guy to the net, not yeah. stab him in the gut so he can still... But he's but he ends up because she stabbed him in the gut. He's still strong enough to go and sound the alarm. Mm-hmm. 
So then we go over to Carol and Maggie, and they want to come too, but Carol stops her and goes, no, Maggie, you can't go. Maggie says, I have to. Carol's like, what the fuck the hell are you even doing here, bitch? And she goes, you're supposed to be here for someone else now. And they... Maggie says, but they need our help. The alarm sounds. And Carol says, no, you're staying right here, motherfucker. No. Valid points, Carol, but wrong time. Yeah, at that moment, at that moment, the only reason Maggie and you are standing out there is for backup. And the alarm goes on. The crew needs backup. You go to backup. Carol, you're being too protective now. Mm. After I got sick in the summer when I was just nursing, just getting back to health and I was already okay and I could drive and stuff, Stephanie was like, you can't go anywhere. You just got out of the hospital. You had surgery. You can't do anything. When I probably could have at that point, sometimes when you care about someone and you you overcorrect. And I think in this situation, Carol is overcorrecting because she is truly embracing the mother role almost to a almost to an obsessive level in this point and being like, no, Maggie, you cannot go. Uh, S.T.E. Slur says, I feel like this show needs to be more brutal each week as it passes because every time someone die, someone doesn't die, I just get pissed off and need to see something horrendous happen to make up for it. Very interesting point. And that is an important question to ask and something we can think about as we were always talking about The Walking Dead. And something that someone pointed out to me last week, do I... Or a comment to me saying last week's episode was kind of a filler episode in some ways. Well, Phil, we don't need 40 people to die, zombies to die in every episode for it to be The Walking Dead. And that's an interesting question of how many walkers, how much violence, how much action do we need in every episode? Is that a big part of this episode? Where's the fine line of between human drama that this has and straight balls to the wall action? I feel like in season six, they're, 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 they got the perfect balance for me. They're doing well. Could I deal with some more action? Yes, because I'm a fucking, I'm a cat. I'm like a kitty cat where you throw some action in front of me. Oh, it's fucking that. Look at me. I'm easily, I'm easily distractible. And easily. I just want, I just want a little bit more of the reality of apocalypse living. Mm -hmm. Like apocalypse now, baby. Like that's, that. well, you know, like there's, this has got to be. You're talking about a, a a group of people, well, the entire human race that basically, not the entire human race, but basically everybody in this country has been living in absolute luxury as compared to what the apocalypse is going oh, to yeah. offer everybody. Joe. This is tough to and like, it's just Joe now T. they've got it kind of easy in Alexandria, but there's still a lot of of like hard living that's got to be done that they just don't explore any any of. They talk about it so. We st- oh well, crops are growing now, but we don't see anybody actually. We see Maggie, a, a yep. couple trellises. Like this shit is like day and night. This is like two there months is later. Some drudgery. Joe, uh, Timo has a question for you in the chat quickly before it scrolls up. Joe, do you think it's Carol's fault or Sasha's fault because, because Sasha Ray didn't kill the guy who sounded the alarm in the first place? Uh. Well. Maybe Carol's fault that Carol and uh, what's her face were taken. Yeah, Carol. But I think they were gonna be those. They were being followed by whoever has them anyway, or at least stalked, or at least had, they had eyes on them because yes. it was so loud and obnoxious out in the woods to begin with that it probably wasn't hard to get the drop on them. I think we got previews of what we're gonna of seeing. Cor- what 
Corey Mitchell has an interesting comment, too. Notice since Maggie's gotten pregnant, she's gone with him on every mission. Before that, I think she was studying for her real estate license with Deanna. Whatever the hell they were doing. Seriously. She was doing what Rick told her to do. Like, she's going to be the political the political wing. The PR. Rick is the yeah. military wing. And together, they'll rule the town. <laughs> Prepare to jive. Jive, ho! Sorry. Sorry, I was thinking of summer rental for some reason. To your comment, Joe. Phil dropped his jib. For some reason, I was thinking, <laughs> Prepare to jive. Jive, ho! Sorry. Okay, so uh, the car pulls up, and it's... Uh, <laughs> Sorry about oh yes what I put in this commercial break in the middle of the commercial break they kind of flat they've been doing this thing on The Walking Dead and it's got me every time it's like Joe's voicemail gets me every fucking time Joe has one of those voicemails that it's it sounds like he's actually talking to you for a second before he gets into talking to you so you fall for it every time he's like hey what's up go for it he and his voicemail sounds like him picking up the phone so I'm always talking to his voicemail before the beep <laughs> and this and Walking Dead does this shit to me too where they show me a replay of them go of, oh, of, yeah, of what happened in the same episode and I started taking notes for that part oh. her too Katie was like what ah we did yeah, wait, uh, what, what's going on oh okay what, oh. <laughs> it got Katie too big time Oh, totally got I me. I thought that looked familiar. Dude, piss no, me, Katie, piss me off. It was nobody's fault that that guy, that that guy pulled the alarm. I mean, you're that raiding. That was going to happen. You're raiding a place. You're trying to kill. You don't even know how many fucking people you're trying to kill. You don't even know where they are, where they're yeah. sleeping. Uh, if this place has more floors, how much of this building this guy's actually seen? How far back this building goes? If there's downstairs, down. yeah. there's so much. What's behind all these locked doors? Are they prison cells? Like people people thought, oh, and that was the first thing I did. When Rick killed that guy, I was like, what if he just killed a prisoner? Yep. You know, and then Katie's first thing was, well, the door wasn't locked. And I, I didn't say anything, but I thought, well, not from the outside, but from the inside, maybe. <laughs> Welcome, Lola. Welcome, Lola. And so but right. not probable. Right. And then, they, you know, but nobody was handcuffed whatever like they were all bad guys um, i'm fine with that but still you don't know how, as far as i'm concerned I, there was going to be at least two casualties if the whole group wasn't fucking annihilated to begin with we've got yeah, you're just trying to kill as many people as you can before someone trips the alarm ste exactly. has a good that's going to happen S.T.E. Slur has a good question. Here's something I've always wondered. How the fuck does Katie keep that crow animated for two hours? Commitment. <laughs> Commitment. It takes all, all, all sorts of her warging That hands had a lot of training. Yep. <laughs> Princess Felicia B. says, <laughs> they've been following the comics pretty well, so they're, oh, sorry. Any tonight or tomorrow. <laughs> Corey says, Joe, not to go off topic, but I had an interesting idea for a video. Uh, I'd love to hear your insight on uh, Game of Thrones theory. Awesome. So I'm not making that crow do anything it doesn't want to do, my man. Awesome. Email me at igotissuesman at gmail.com and I'll make sure Joe gets that. You can email me down on, uh, again, igotissuesman at gmail.com and I will make sure Joe gets that information. So, bad Joe, says Critch. Bad Joe. <laughs> bad, bad Joe. Bad Joe tonight. Someone slip, peck, his, peck his eyes out. Joe's, Joe's sleeping on the couch, everyone says. What are you talking about, guys? <laughs> Look the at the couch. chat going crazy for you. I lay down on the couch, it's out like a light. That's Joe, what do you mean? Joe's the couch, aka Joe's bed? What are you, what are you talking about? He, she's a crow. Naughty Joe. Naughty Joe. Naughty. Naughty boy. Naughty. Naughty boy. Tickle okay. With a feather. Tickle. Tickle your ass with a feather. <laughs> the car pulls up and Tara gets out and they're ready to kick some ass. They tell Jesus to stay there and help or Jesus goes no. And he puts on his ninja mask and he starts going into 
Ninja, vanish. He listens to Master Splinter's training, and he says, they won't see me. Ninja, vanish. So the crew goes in. They, st- they start to try to he- get the job done. We see Aaron, for some reason, goes into a room to hide. But there's another guy in there, and he stabs him. And he goes, if it was not you, it would be us, as he kills him. Yep. And we get to see Rosita kicking some ass. And we get blood splatting on the camera. There's, like, Woo! killing combos. The savers are kind of fighting back. But no real danger to our players. We're just getting a ma- like a, almost a m- montage of some killing going on some fun shooting and then they bust we fall daryl into busting through a room and we bust into the back of a room and they open up one of the back rooms and people can correct me if i'm wrong maybe i'm just it a was fucking... there you know phil that was your room was that a green room were, were they growing that was some a green room they're growing some weed they were growing yeah. the weed they call that room high garden is what they call that room that's the high garden <laughs> that's the pharmacy dude they, they, so this is where they this is where they uh their weed yeah yeah i guess negan's crew are a bunch of potheads which already make no me... there's many uses for that there's so many uses so, oh, for yeah. that like no that's yeah, we like t- a must no like, we talked they were about... like we got to grow sorghum it's like we not only got to grow sorghum we got to have and in fairness pot. we mentioned this there last week Gre- yeah gregory mentioned it last week by talking about hemp but but this but we see the green room and daryl takes the dude down and glenn and heath end up in the armory which has a lot of fucking guns and this is the part uh, Terry Chan was asking what my minor little pussy fucking Phil hates part is the part that we get the last action hero section with Heath and Glenn where they just fire through a door and they kill all the guys with by fire. They make it, they, okay, these guys are shooting at their backs on their way and, and Glenn gets the door open and they both duck under behind the door as these people are advancing on them, shooting up the hallway at their backs. Welcome, Sam. Welcome closes, back. They're able to get up off the ground, stand there in front of the door and shoot back and completely annihilate them all, all. of them kill them all through the door through the bullets yep. totally arnold schwarzenegger last action hero style yep. it, it was, was it, such fucking hogwash and then like was, yeah it was kind so of they funny. come out very slowly and i'm thinking like don't walk up in front of the door why are you walking no, in front of the yeah. door you approach Dude. the door from the side right of course right no am i wrong and low maybe and then you swing the door open take a peek out so they just walk out and they're like, oh my God, we did it. Like there's this big like uh, man in the iron mask moment, right? In reverse almost. And to answer and your question. And then the guy just, the guy who's sitting there is like, it looked so like, it was just like. It was bad. And then, and then who, and then, and then Ninja Jesus shows up and kills yeah. him and, and kills him and yep. says, oh, and God. says, it's not the next, this is not, this is the next world. So let's jump in the chat for a second. Was Morgan talking about how he kept the wolf? Al- yes, he was. He was absolutely, he was, yeah. that's what he was talking about. Uh, Girl Scout cookies. Uh, yeah. Well, Aaron was really pot was really polite with the way he was killing him. <laughs> Jesus saves everybody. Yeah. They needed a Jesus saves mode. The ju- the door shooting was to keep Heath from being a killer. So he wouldn't know. Katie's yeah. is controlling both Joe and the crow. That's the bombshell. Chris Ryan. Awesome. <laughs> I'm a, I am the puppet. <laughs> That's the dream. Then Jesus walks up and he's the one who killed them all. What the fuck? Joe, you're so right. Who did this episode direction and who wrote this part? Yeah. It was just, it was just a real, it was a real, played up comedy action movie comedy mm-hmm. someone al said in the chat too an expendables type of moment hey, he, yes. you know what phil i can understand all right it's that I, kind of show too and i and i mean yeah there's I, no I, zombie movies but there are action movies you mm-hmm. do know how to keep yourself safe you've seen a million action movies phil you know that you're not just gonna shoot through that door and then walk up to it and open it you're gonna approach it from the side like little things like that 
go a long way no, with this viewer anyway. Very true. Very true. For me too, Joe. You're not the only one. So we got a quick voicemail. Let's play it from our friend. I believe this is SM. Tim. No, I think this is SM Dallas. Yeah. It's not the shut the fuck up, Joe. Uh, in the chat. In the chat. It's, it's Tim saying shut the fuck up, Joe. Here we go. Let's yep. listen to this. In the episode makes me realize they should have tried to get like some Like remember when Glenn had that riot armor? They should try to get yeah. something like that again. Yes. And just yes. have killed the people in order to just make walkers and let the let yeah. the town kill itself from the inside out. Yeah. They could have just killed like three people and come back the next day or like two days later and probably seen everybody dead. I think I think your the the over the bigger point is there are so many better plans. If they had taken some time, yes. there are so many better ways they could have done a, they could have done this. So uh, let's just. How about any? How about just, just one day of recon? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, I like. I, like not on. this bullshit recon. We'll show up, and if we feel like turning around, we'll turn around. Yeah. Like here's the thing. Point, we can leave. Yeah, we time can leave. leave. Yeah. Time is of the absence. Katie, anytime you feel uncomfortable, you can leave. You know that. Anytime you don't, don't want to be here, you can go. It just doesn't feel right anymore. You can fly. Night vision would have been perfect, as someone said. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so okay. So they find the green room. Blah blah blah. They see a bunch of uh, Daryl takes a dude down. Glenn and Heath end up in the hour. They very last action hero. They see a bunch of dead saviors. Jesus saves the new world. As we see Gabriel on the ground with the gun, and he's like on a killing parade. Gabriel, or this guy's, uh, he quotes, he starts quoting scripture as he's getting ready to kill this guy. It's it's a very fun moment. And again, we're all gonna die. Again, we have, we have one last quote from uh, Gabriel. That's an outtake finder of lost children and i will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers and you will know my name is the lord go gabriel do it when i lay my vengeance upon thee I'm really yeah. liking Gabriel. I am. Nope. I was like, fuck yeah, Gabriel. Mm -hmm. Welcome to The Walking Dead. Yeah, welcome this to The Walking Dead. Jose's got it from got the in my father's house are many mansions. If if we're not so, I would have told you. I've got to prepare a place for you, John, for for uh 14 2. 14 2. Nice. And we got. I want to read what Princess wrote up Ooh. there. Oh God, everyone's everything. The chat is going so fast. I love you guys so much. Uh, let's scroll up. Princess says Glenn and Heath look like Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. Rush Hour Four. Loved it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. The Rush Hour series that's coming out. As uh, yeah, ST, ste slur said apparently the season finale has been recorded twice they're showing an uncensored version as a one-off so we may get a few fucks in there hoo, hoo, hoo. and sam i didn't see i didn't see you come back welcome and she said she's jewish shabbat shalom my friend uh baruch uh but i was definitely digging that sermon shalom my friend so as we l'chaim yes l'chaim so as we see uh as we see gabriel uh, say saviors again. Say saviors again. I dare you. I double dog dare you, motherfucker. Mmm, saviory. I see. I'm a pistol laying motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> so he says blood's coming, and uh, we see, and we get all death. Spitty says say, say yeah, saviors again, motherfucker. I just want to say it one more time. 
<laughs> so the crew heads out and it's morning already and we get another song and it's it's really this song was was weird it was sort of like a more of a rock tune kind of a sad rock tune i love how everything takes them all night or all day yeah yeah dark light dark light <laughs> dark, lights on light off there's there's no <laughs> Uh, Sunny Day says, Carol was playing a wolf in sheep's clothing. Then she wore the costume of the wolf and the cat was out of the bag. That's as meta as I can get now, guys. It's been a long day. It's fucking awesome. Anyway, Sunny Day, you were the best, buddy. Great to to have you. And that's so so true. And the whole town definitely sees it. You know they all talk about themselves. Carol's a stone cold fucking killer. Yeah. Sam says, Phil, I woke up because I... Straight up murderer. She's ultra mom. Sam woke up because she forgot to turn off the stream and she heard the riot about Katie pecking out Joe's eyes so she had to come back. <laughs> Daryl, oh my god, guys. Daryl motherfucking Dixon is in the house right now. Holy shit, buddy. Uh-uh. I can smell him from here, dude. He's here. Uh-uh. Dude, I'm gonna do this. Daryl, I mean this in the most lovely way. I know you'll appreciate it, motherfucker. That's out of love. Wow, thank you so much for jumping in the chat, buddy. Daryl. I'm so glad you lived this season. I'm so glad you lived the shooting of the season to jump in this chat right now, buddy. It's awesome to have you. Oh, I was scared. Daryl dies, we ride. Okay, so another song. <laughs> we Darryl see. So Heath wants to leave, and we get a real song. Glenn and Heath say their goodbyes. And then we. This is inter. Daryl, <laughs> you need a haircut in the shower, says Sam. Shower, yes. No haircut. Oh, goodness. I love it. So then we see some welding. We see Morgan doing some welding, and Glenn hugs Tara. The music's dark and foreshadowing evil. It's just, it's just, it's, <laughs> it's dark and full of terror. It was. The music was very foreshadowing. It was very on the nose if you listen to the lyrics. I didn't write very the lyrics bad. down, but if you listen to what they're saying, it's, it's very. It's, it's very. Your women have been caught. They're going to get raped. They've both been prisoners before, and they'll be prisoners again. I think that. Uh, Joe, how'd you know the lyrics to the song? I, I, didn't know. <laughs> I wrote them. Jesus, dude, you're fucking amazing. See, guys, this is why. This, what is he making? I was asking the same question, Katie. I don't think he it was clear. He is making a prison. <gasps> it is bricks. He's putting cinder blocks up. He's making. He's making bars. It, that's the room that. Uh, that they held their little wolfie in. Wolf yeah, a wolf cage. There you go. Ah, okay. So that was, I think yeah. it might be crate. Morgan feeling crate. bad that so for many the, people have now thing. escaped, including, did he get out of the room too? <laughs> like, no, that room holds no one. <laughs> like, here, you know, welcome to our town. <laughs> Roam free. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so uh, Morgan's... Like one guard, two exits, no bars, <laughs> no locks. So we cut no back. Bells, no whistles. <laughs> We cut we cut back and forth between the group talking about ne- I was gonna say Negan's demons and Morgan's crying and Rick and the group are talking. Uh, Morgan wonder or someone wonders it was Michonne. So wonders which one of these was Negan? Which one of these guys was Negan? As we see one guy kind of escaping there and it's on the bike and Daryl oh, the first person when you hear the when you hear the engine Daryl's the first person that looks because he yeah. he recognizes that engine fairly. Mm-hmm. That's his engine. He, he recognizes motherfucker. <laughs> Katie, could you tell me that one would you say that? I want to hear that one more time. Wait. Crow, crow, what'd you say, Crow? Where'd you get that bike? <laughs> I 
thought she said motherfucker. Too. I thought she said motherfucker. Maybe in my imagination yeah, it became. I'm uh, pretty sure she did. Yeah, where I think I, Joe, all of her prim, we're we're gonna make we're gonna make her not prim and proper one day, Joe. <laughs> we're getting there, Joe. Okay, so Michonne wonders which one's Negan, and we see one more guy come out and he gets shot in the bike, and as the crow said, "Where'd you get that bike?" Daryl gets up, and. He the, and he has him down. He goes, "Kill me like you killed all the other people, you fucking right? asshole." Right? Why would they say anything? You're gonna you're gonna interrogate me. You're gonna torture me. Nothing's coming out of my mouth. You just murdered everybody I know in in their sleep. Go okay, fuck yourself. Him. Yep. And uh, we will. And let's just finish this episode up here, and then we will definitely take a couple calls if anyone wants to call in. Take a couple more comments in the chat before we call it an evening. So then we get the voice of a woman on the. C on the CB radio. It's this woman that says, "Put down your weapons now." Yeah, you with the gun right there, and the you Rick Grimes motherfucker. I know your life. I know everything about you. Put down that fucking gun. And Rick looks around. He goes, "I don't want to put my gun down." Or, "Why don't you guys you, come out?" You put my gun down. Why don't you come? <laughs> why don't you come out and we'll talk? And she says, "No, uh, I, I'm not. We're no, not coming. We'll come out and we'll talk. We're not coming out. But I think you're gonna want to talk. We got a cat." I'm sorry. Out of control. Okay, okay. Joe's right. Joe's right, Katie. Okay, so then ultimately we hear that we've got a Carol and Maggie in here. You want to talk? We want. You're gonna want to talk with us. And then we cut. Let's quickly get into scenes from next week. That's where. That's where I say, you set the tone right then and there. You kill that guy. You kill him dead. You set the tone as if to say, it doesn't matter if you kill. Of course, it does matter. But it doesn't matter if you kill those two hostages you've just taken. We don't give a fuck. We are still I hear going it. to kill every single one of you motherfuckers, period. I Whether they die or not, you are all dead. Bam. You kill him, you set the tone, and you leave. But next week, it looks like Carol and Maggie are in some pretty dangerous situation. The preview- It looks like it's like flashback to what, like, what happened for them to get taken right and then leading up to being with whoever the person situation the people that they were just with murdered everybody in these two women's uh cell i guess you know of course they're in fucking danger they started war on a group called negan and the survivors of course they're in fucking danger these at least two people should have died that night and as far as i'm concerned it's maggie and carol you kill that motherfucker in fairness let these people know there is no terms this is all out war and you are coming to make sure they all die the only way they don't all die maybe is if you let carol and maggie go right now but there is no negotiation. This man on the ground next to you dies. As a uh, two couple quick points, we do have a caller as well. Uh, one second caller. I don't know why Maggie Carroll didn't say which direction to look. Shut the fuck up, Joe. <laughs> if uh, <laughs> and someone someone said if they killed the, if they killed right away, they would Maggie and and Carol might be killed. But anyways, let's that's take fine. A, let's take I'm our sorry, but that's fine. one second, Joe. Let's take our caller. Welcome to the show, caller. Hey, I, I just finished rewatching the episode actually because I hadn't I hadn't finished when I um, before, and actually looking at the episode, the plan was actually pretty good. The only bad part about the plan is Maggie and Carol arguing, which got them captured. The only other thing I can think of is that they should have killed that guy before that guy could have hit the button to um, alert everybody. But the actual plan was 
was the actual plant itself to take the compound was actually a good one to me. Cool. And uh, the and the other thing is, not no one in that in that in that in that group right now is like Rick from like season three is which is what Joe was talking about the mentality of we're gonna take you all down no matter if you kill us or not which is what they would have had to be at for Joe's plan to even be conceived by any of them. Being like, yeah, you were just going to kill this guy, and if you take them, we don't even care, because we're going to kill you all anyway. No one in that group is that that state of mind. No one in that group is that much of like a, in the I don't give a fuck mode right now. They all have things to live for. Good good call, buddy, and I want to get quickly to the other call. Welcome, KLC. Welcome back. Oh, I please give a call back in KLC. I just lost your call. And great, and great call was friend. Let's jump in the chat a little bit. Carol and Maggie had a chance to say the number that has them in what direction. Uh, yep. Love, love awesome. you, Tim. Uh, we got a couple of uh, L words. Uh, uh, plan was crap. They had no time to recon because they would have come for them. Uh, I was hoping Abraham killed Rosita just to make his life easier. Says Lola. Welcome, Lola Martin. Great to see you. And let's take let's take this call. Welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, so um, season six has been my favorite season so far, but it has one big fundamental problem, in my opinion, and that is throughout the entire Walking Dead season, uh, Rick's group has always been a little bit morally better than the, quote, villains. And season one and two, Rick was just a little bit lighter than Shane, and season three and four, he was just a little bit lighter than the governor. But the thing is, in season five and six, He's kind of met up, and in my opinion, he surpassed the villains. And I'm kind of mm. losing the reason to support the survivors. And, like, they're villains now, in my opinion. They just went in and murdered dozens of people. Mm. And uh, now they're charging the uh, hilltop for 50% of their groceries. And I don't know. I just feel like the survivors have gone a little bit too far. And they're too far gone. Good call, my you friend. Gotta, you got to remember, this isn't, just, this isn't just going there and straight out provoking murder for the price of half the food this is retaliation and a preemptive second preempting a second attack by them by the saviors upon our surviving group and i do they were already stopped in the road being in the process of highway highwaymen robbed you know they were being carjacked stolen for all their shit and one of them was going to die they were going to be brought back to the town to be shown where the rest of the town was for maybe someone else to die there yeah. like no they oh, already that's... war was already declared and it was declared by negan's people joe we have another question for you from the caller from my uh, chat room chris ryan says joe that would be a bad idea to kill him they don't know if he has a rifle aimed at their heads he's a hostage that could keep them from getting shot well, here's here's the thing. There, he is a hostage that could keep them from getting shot. I don't. I wouldn't believe that any of these people give a shit about any of their own people that that much after seeing like the Polaroids on the wall and hearing some of the stories. Yeah, we we we've only made reference to that. I think I skipped over the Polaroids at the point where Heath and Glenn are in. Th- thank you for bringing them up, Joe. At the point that Heath and Glenn are in the office, we see a bunch of people which apparently look like their heads have been smashed. S- smashed. Yeah, and yeah, you you are right. You are kind of in the open. And the first thought I had was there could be a sniper also, but that would that one second caller would have been a chance I would have been willing to take. At most, maybe one or two of you can't get back to cover. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, it's a, it might be a high price to pay, but it sets a tone. It sets a point. It puts an emphasis on your point of what you went there to do in the yeah. first place. And if they were going to start taking sniper pop shots, just start taking sniper pop shots. One second, Joe, we go for a caller. Well, one, I agree with Joe that I don't, I don't think that uh, the, the, um, the people in the saviors care about the other saviors, you know, unless like, unless they actually, unless they capture Negan or somebody, I don't think they actually, cause I actually haven't read the comics, but it seems to me like a, a group that bad would not care about the other people in the group. Like they would be uh, considered. Yeah, I agree with you guys. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, oh yeah. And also yeah, one now second. that uh, Rosita's uh, free, you think Eugene, Eugene has a chance to get with <laughs> Good question. Good question, buddy. No. I think he's. I think he's crossed into creepy territory. I think. I think uh, other people may have a shot, but I think Eugene is too too creepy for her. I think yeah, she she is, she associates way. him with the role play that they have going on with that weird washy role play Watching thing going on. Shit, yeah. No. Yep. Uh, but uh, here's the thing: even if Negan got taken, even if if like someone came and snatched up my psych psychopath leader who's forced me to do some awful shit and maybe other people okay i know or that. maybe kill yeah i'm okay with that you know in all the movies where they're like where they're like uh the the bad the bad boss gets killed and the and the underlings are still going out like trying to murder and kill for this guy no fuck that no i'm putting my you know i'm a hired soldier i'm gonna put my gun down go get hired by someone else now that my boss is dead. Go you're going to go get you're going to go get hired, Joe? You're going to go um oh, but but on that note everybody, I think this is probably a good time to say Wait, where is it? Everybody. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. We really appreciate all of you guys in the motherfucking chat. You guys are fucking awesome. This has been a really awesome show. This was one of my, honestly, as crazy as it sounds, of all the shows we've done, this was one of my favorite times we've had. You guys in the chat were so kick-ass tonight, and Joe and Katie were on point as usual, so it's really awesome to have all you guys. If you haven't already and you enjoyed this video, please, please, please hit that like button and please hit the subscribe button so you can join us for the rest of this season and for all our other content that we're going. We'll be on tomorrow evening to talk about some Better Call Saul, and I'm pretty excited about that as well. So everybody in the chat, you guys, Spitty Senchex and Timo, Sam, Lola, Critch, SM Down, Tommy Truth, Jackie S, Daryl, motherfucking Dixon, all the motherfucking friends, all of our new friends and old friends, please, 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 if you have any questions, you can always email me at igetissuesman at gmail.com. You can always tweet me at igetissuesman, tweet Joe at Dirty Locks. You can make, you can always call in seven days a week 24 hours a day at 781-990-8509. Check out issuesprogram.com. Also check out Dirty Issues Gaming to see our gaming channel and watch. And on that, there's some new Walking Dead video yeah, games. Walking Dead, the Michonne, the Michonne chapter is there. Through that twice for you. Definitely check that out. Joe did an excellent job with that. Make sure you watch more, his adventure now. More moves to come too. Yep. Make Division. sure. Uncharted 4 coming up. Yep, a lot of cool stuff coming on. If you haven't already, you can find the, the link in the description box below or search on Google the Friends of Phil, FOPs. Some of the best people from the chat room are in the in a Google Plus group. And any of you guys can join up. We'd love to have all of you guys. Lots of fun stuff gets exchanged every week, so make sure you join that. And most of all, if you haven't already, share us with a friend. Help spread the world. Help the channel grow. So we appreciate all the support you guys bring us. And thank you so much. We will be back next week to talk again about The Walking Dead. Daryl Dixon, bye, motherfucker. Katie, can you remove your hand from Joe's butt? The show is over. Good night.
Good night, Ray. Good night, all these people. Great. Bye, you bastards. Is you bye, my friends. Goodbye, everybody. FOP. Peace. FOP. Good night, everybody. STE, it was great to have you. <laughs>